Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke, with my beautiful bearded heterosexual Jewish life partner, Josh, over there operating those controls like a freaking astronaut in the NASA space station. And the world is round. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it is. I think it is. So you're just a poo poo face. There it is. There it is. We're Sorry. starting off the show with a conspiracy. It's just great. It's just great. Love a good conspiracy in the morning. Love a good conspiracy in the morning. Uh, how was your night? How was your day? How was your everything? Uh, it's how are you? How is Josh? How, how, who is you know, Josh? You, you, you have some obstacles. You try to get over them. The wife, she she pulled a hammy, so I got to pick up the slack <laughs> around the house, pick up the kids, make it. How did Laura pull a hammy is the funny part. I don't know if you want to share that or not. It's fucking hilarious, though. God she, bless her. Yeah, she was in Fredericksburg with my sisters at doing some wine tasting. They, they're doing a little, get the little drink on. Yeah. So. And then she tried to do attempt the splits. I, I think that's the story. <laughs> Bam! Pulled hammy. Pulled the hammy. Oh my god! That's why you gotta stretch. You gotta yeah, stretch, you gotta folks. Stretch. You gotta stretch. You gotta stretch. Hey, we've got some great deals going for you on the website. For one, uh, I wanted to make this announce to people. Um, we're doing a massive giveaway. We've teamed up with other vet. We have to do the music on this one. We've teamed up with other veteran uh, companies such as Combat Comeover, Red Clover Coffee, Frontier Coffee Company, um, Fire for Effect Candles, Grill Your Ass Off. All of them are great veteran-owned companies. But we've all come together to do a massive giveaway to try and share some of the love to where we're kind of sharing followers, sharing exposure, getting people to know about these other companies that offer great quality products. And every single one of these companies we have actually tested out personally. Yeah. They're all great. I still have Fire for Effects Candles. I've had Red Clover Coffee. I've had Frontier Coffee. They're mm -hmm. great coffee brands. Grill Your Ass off. I've known Jason for years. These are good people. These are good brands. And if you know, you're wanting to um, get involved in this giveaway, uh, I will show you all right here. If you're watching me live, um, here's the giveaway. It is essentially a $920 value pack to include grill, grill your ass off seasonings, frontier, a lot of frontier coffee and uh, clover coffee, uh, coffee itself, swag. You got combat comer with, with some of their uh, hair gels and products like that and some great shirts. You got fire for effect candles and these candles are really good. They, they, they've done an amazing yeah. job. And then last, most certainly not least, we've giving away some shell shock CBD products to include halo and rack out and some CBD oil. That's there. So this is valued at $920. $920, you can enter to win for free. All you have to do, um, well, I'm going to share the link to my YouTube people because, you know, they're amazing. Love them. They're good people. They're good people. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's the link. You can go sign up. It's free. And somebody, and we're running this for two weeks, somebody's going to win. Or you can go to shellshockcbd.com. Look at the tabs at the top and see the giveaway. Click that giveaway. There you can sign up. It's right there for you. Guys, you've got nothing to lose. This also helps support veteran-owned companies' brands by at least you seeing what they offer, they have amazing affordable prices. These are great individuals and great veteran businesses. So if you want to do, you know, you want to go out there and try and find veteran-owned companies, you know, and I'm not trying to say veterans are better than civilians. I'm not. It's just that's the community I come from. Yeah. I love supporting them and giving them back as much as I can. Um, this was my idea. And then Jason Grill Your Ass Off came in and helped facilitate this because he's amazing at marketing and things such as that. He put this together. Um, so here we are. Veterans supporting veterans, how it should be. I do want to give a quick shout out to SlickShotUSA.com. My buddy Andy Burke, he owns that one. He didn't make it into this one because I forgot to add him. He didn't, he didn't hit me up. We'll get him in on the next one because I want to start doing more of this. 
in the future to where it's like we're trying to highlight more veteran businesses, let them be known to the audience, yeah. say, hey, if you're looking for this, this veteran company has it. They've been vetted. Yeah. You know, I, I give you my word. This is um, yeah, they're think, good people uh, with veterans as well. You know, you guys have sacrificed so much for the country. It's seems only right that. You know, well, people support your business. Well, not, not necessarily that. I just, bag. I just, I don't know. I, I just want to help, you know, other brands get out there. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's there, the, the table, this table is big enough for everyone to eat at. Sure. We don't have to sit there and cut each other off and say, you know, because of this. Now, there's there's a lot of great business. Unfortunately, there's are a lot of negative veteran businesses that I will not endorse because right. I tried their products or I've seen how they do things. Like, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I'm never going to endorse it because we take our word seriously here. Like, we've never endorsed a product or a company that we don't 100% agree with, number one, how they do business mm -hmm. because they do have to be, like, morally straight, and then number two, the quality of product and affordability. Mm -hmm. So these companies are great, great people to support. So we've tried all their products. They've yeah. sent it to us. I've given them shout-outs in the past for free as well. So I've never charged veteran companies for that, but we appreciate um, all the love and support on that, guys. So, again, there is the link. Um, I'm posting it down. Uh, YouTube comments says, John, you can interview the Sergeant Major of the Army. Nope, he ducked me. He bounced. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Never heard back. Shocker. Come to find out his PAO, his PAO supposedly is under investigation for adultery, for banging a lieutenant when he's married. Oh, I don't know. Oh, was I not supposed to talk about that? My bad. This is the same guy that accused me of being a retired staff sergeant that like his personality is running coffee and selling t-shirts. It's like, no, you're thinking of the black rifle guys. It's not me. I'm the guy that shouts the cameras at fat people. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> but no, I never heard back. He was in my DMs and he's like, well, you know, sorry, man, he's kind of busy, but it's like, look, dude, give me an hour. That's all you got to do. Don't tell me you're so busy. Yeah. He's out there giving these stupid speeches that have nothing. Hey, you know, being in shape's good, but you know, it's even better. Being able to shoot your rifle. Well, you know, Sergeant Major, you can't really do shit when you're so winded and you can't freaking get your breathing under control because you're a fat fuck that never ran. So, I mean, one does lead into the other, but fit no, physical fitness is at the, the base, the foundation. So, there you go. But you can check that out again. Great, great group of people. This is going to shellshockcbd.com and then go visit the giveaway tab up at the top and you will see it going down right there. And again, it costs you nothing. You're really entering your email, your contact info, and if yeah. you win, we're going to send you an email to confirm that you won. Um, and make sure when, they, and this is going down in about two weeks, make sure that when you do get notified, you respond ASAP because we would hate for somebody not to respond that one and then we have to give it to somebody else. So that's just how it works. So once again, shellshockcbd.com. Go to the top at the tab, hit the giveaway, and there you have it. So we got some good stuff in the works right now. Um... We are working on the allamericansavageshow.com website. You're, no, no. Oh, <laughs> you are the worst producer ever. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. Not now. Not now, Josh. Allamericansavageshow.com. The website is up. It's And we're going to be hosting the the painting, the John Ross painting. Um We'll be selling it. They're raffling it off. And that money, the proceeds are going to go to a family in need or maybe a few families in need, depending on how much we make. Um, we've been doing this for a while now. We raffle off the paintings and we give them, give it away. And yeah, we appreciate all your love and support. So that's allamericansavageshow.com. And what we're going to be doing moving forward is streaming directly to the website, not through Twitch, but through our own process. And then you can also sign up or you can go to the website and turn it into an app on your phone. We're going to show you how to do that and also be able to receive push notifications that you will not miss when we go live. Because I know Twitch fucks that up. YouTube fucks that up to where people don't receive notification, notifications, even though they opt in for it. Yeah. This one is guaranteed. So... We're going to show you guys how to do that here in the future. We're currently getting it set up. 
And yeah, once that launches, hell, man, fuck social media. We should have been doing this for a long time. But, you know, it's, it's gotten to the boiling point where you can't trust social media. They're going to ban you for any little thing you say. Yeah. You know, don't talk bad about the LGBT mob. Don't talk bad about leftist politicians and hypocrisy and yada, yada, yada. Well, we're, we're tired of it. Yeah. We're sick of it. So this is what we're moving to. Uh, now, for those that don't know, I'm streaming on my, na- my main YouTube channel today because I'm trying to let you guys know about my backup YouTube page, which is where I'm going to be streaming primarily to. Here is the link. It's all American Savage Show. I'm linking it to you guys in the chat. Go give that a follow because that's what I'm going to be streaming primarily to from moving forward because the channel's got like 6.4 or 5,000 followers. If we get banned, it doesn't take a big hit, but my John Ross page has like 302,000 followers. We don't want to put that at risk because then if we do, we lose the ability to give you more great quality John Ross videos and shit like that. So we appreciate all your love and support. So, all right, with that being said... Let's get into the news. Let's, let's, <laughs> dude, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'm done with you. I am so done with you. Uh, my bad. Oh my God. <laughs> all right. Matthew McConaughey's in the news. Mr. All right. All right. All right. He's, he's all over. Like he's meeting with senators. He's in the white house acting his, his way out. Like it, it dude, I'm just, I'm tired of this. It's like watching the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. These are two professionally trained actors. McConaughey yeah. is an actor. And he's getting up there and he's like, you know what I'm talking about? You know, this slamming my fist on the table like this. It's just, we got to change this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Shut up, dude. Look, shut up. And here's, here's where I stand on this, man. There have been multiple mass shootings across the country. Chicago, every weekend, at least 20 to 30 getting shot. You say nothing. It yeah. happens in your hometown and now you suddenly care? You know, how about this? The homeless population, just in Austin alone, where this guy, uh, he lives around Austin, right? Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. The, how about focus your energy on that? Something that you could actually probably make a difference doing. Go mm-hmm. down there, help clean those, I mean, get those people out from under the bridges. Yeah. You know, put, get some meals, help, help them out. You want to do something positive, there it is right there. No, that requires actually doing something yeah. outside of just standing before people and say, we got to make changes, man. We yeah. got to make these changes. These, fuck no. Absolutely not. McConaughey was brief, or he did a he did he was with the March for Lives, the the David Hogg bullshit, um, or the that group of people. I forget what it's called. It's March. For, I forget what they're called. Um, douchebags. Douchebags. Yeah, douchebags. Um, and this is back in 2018. This is circulating on Twitter, where he basically said in regards to AR-15s, he was telling he you know he was giving a speech and said, as far as like legal gun owners, man, hey, put it down and take one for the team. Hey, McConaughey, how about you take one for the team and shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't like you. I am so sick and tired of hearing from these celebrities that are so out of touch with reality that Brian Stelter is little fat man who I think is an idiot. He was actually interviewing this guy the other day. He talks about, I forget who this guy was. I think he was a member of Congress or something. He said, Hey, are you feeling the pinch at the pump? And the guy was doing his best to deflect because he couldn't say no. Yeah. He couldn't say no because then essentially separates him from the middle to lower classes. Oh, yeah. The rich are fine. Oh, the rich are still losing money. Don't get me wrong, but they're doing okay. Yeah, what's the difference between making, you know, $5 million and $6 million? Exactly, yeah. Like, you're <laughs> yeah, still doing yeah, damn good. You're going to make it. And I'm not faulting for that. Don't take this the wrong yeah. way. I am not faulting them. But do not sit there and try and say that we are on the same plane of existence when it comes to economic differences. We are not. Like, you are not living paycheck to paycheck. You are living with private security. You are living in high-end gated communities. You do not get to sit there. I mean, you can, but I'm going to call you on it. Every other bread-blooded American is going to call you on it. This celebration of celebrities 
and our society has gone just off the deep end. It really has. Like suddenly celebrities are the be all, end all, know all. Bill Gates coming out is now a virologist. Like this guy is an idiot. Like, no, you're smart in that one sector. Outside of that, shut the hell out. I don't, I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you talk. The same thing goes for Trump and the rest of them. It's like you are elected, and I'm, and that's why the money is at the bottom of all this. Politicians, everything, it's all the nucleus is around money, and I'm so tired of this. But when you have people like McConaughey, who for years, for years, you use guns in your movies, and you use gun violence to sell tickets, and then you turn around and you start demonizing guns. You use these things, these objects, these, these tools, which, by the way, are don't do anything unless it's you fucking around with them. You've used them to make your living. And then once you've made your living, you want to turn around and tell every other legal gun owner that, no, you should not be allowed to own that AR-15. And I posted a video yesterday on Instagram, and I want to delve into this little rabbit hole real quick. Um, okay, the AR-15. We've talked about this multiple times. The AR-15 is the most demonized weapon system on social media and the MSM. It is the new flavor of the month. And it's been the flavor of the month for two or three years now, I'd say. The AR-15, and I'm going to say this, and I'm not ashamed to say it, it's not a great weapon system. I carried it in Iraq. It, was, it wasn't the greatest. It was accurate. Don't get me wrong. But the way the media is portraying this is the AR-15 can blow somebody's head off. No, it can't. Not a two, two, three. not a five, five, six round. No, it can't. In fact, you got to put two or three of them into a motherfucker to actually drop that son of a bitch. It's a small round. It is a very small round compared to like a nine millimeter or 45. Now the military is adopting what they're saying is a 6.8, which is way more effective. So when we look at the AR-15, let's say Matthew McConaughey and the rest of these liberals right now, they are trying, their biggest push they're going to try and make is to raise the, raise the purchasing age of the AR-15 or any rifle to 21. Okay, let's let's go down. Let's let's chase this rabbit and see where it goes. So say like this actually gets enacted and any Republican that votes in favor of this should be primary. Yeah, you should lose your there shouldn't be a single Republican out there that concedes this. Do not do it. And I'm going to tell you why. When they raise that voting age or the uh, the purchase age to 21. Now what's going to happen is, do you suddenly think that AR-15 related crimes are going to go away? There's over 20 million AR-15 platforms in America to include the remainder of the 350 million guns we already have in America. There's about 20 million of those out there. Somebody is still going to use an AR-15 to commit gun crime, gun violence, aka, or for example, um, e.g., the Las Vegas shooter. He used AR-15s. He was in his 60s. Didn't matter. Raising that age is not going to do anything. But you're conceding a little ground to the liberals. That's what they want. It's like, hey, we can make real change. What they don't seem to understand is you're not making any differences. You're just not. Yeah. It's not going to happen. You're trying to put a Band-Aid on a sucking chest wound. Secondly, once that happens and the AR-15 is used again, as it will be, Next thing liberals are going to call for is banning the AR-15 to include all rifles. And Republicans, it's going to be another mass kind of shooting, something like that. And we're ignoring facts, by the way. The most used weapon system in gun-related homicides, as we've said many times, are handguns. Handguns. There are far more homicides, gun-related homicides, perpetuated using handguns than with rifles. It doesn't even compare. So at root, this is not about saving lives. This is how stupid our society has become. This is how ignorant that we are. It's not about saving lives. It's about essentially pleasing the social media Roman mob to appease their feelings and emotion. That's all this is. Because if you do a side-by-side, like, hey, you know, wait a minute, this graph says more people are killed by pistols than AR-15s. 
Well, then why are we trying to ban AR-15s when you still got the highest killer, which is pistols? Would you want to go, you know, the, the most casually producing one first? Well, of course you would. Now, again, that's anti-2A. I don't agree with that. But I'm just talking about how they describe their thought, pro- describing their, um, their thought process, which doesn't make sense to me. So then we ban the AR-15. What happens next? Well, it's kind of like the abortion argument that liberals are trying to make. Yeah. You ban abortions, people are still going to get them. Oh, it's almost like the same thing happens with guns. Oh, weird. Hmm. Weird. But now all you've done is you've essentially turned law-abiding citizens and gun owners into criminals. Now, last I checked, Uvalde, I could be wrong on this. I don't think I am. I believe it's a gun-free school zone, isn't it? All schools are. Yeah. So what stopped the criminal? (gasps) Nothing. The law didn't do shit because criminals don't obey laws. So with that being said... Do you obey every okay, let's 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 dumb this down for the stupid people out there that are listening, okay? Do you obey speeding signs or uh, you know, uh speed limit signs? Speed limit. Do you do you obey them? For the most part. I don't. Normally I'm about five miles over. But have you ever done that? Have you ever Sorry. sped have you you, you yeah. sped, right? Okay, okay, we can admit that. Okay. When do you make sure that you obey that speed limit sign? Uh, when when there's see, a cop yeah. present. Then it's like, oh, shit. You put the phone down and you slow way the fuck down. It's almost like the same thing applies towards potential active shooters. Yeah. They're going to see a cop. They're going to realize that's a hard target because that cop doesn't just represent themselves. That's a police force standing behind him with one radio call. Yeah. You've got 20 cops on your ass. So with that being said... This idea of banning the AR-15 changes literally nothing. So the leftist Democrats out there saying that Republicans don't want to do anything, are not, are they wrong? Republicans are saying we need more guns by trained officials in those schools to protect them. Mm-hmm. Schumer shot it down. Schumer has blood on his hands. This guy, and here's the thing, Democrats know this will work, but they don't want it to because their overall goal is to ban the Second Amendment so they can take in more power. They want the government to be in full control. This is how they achieve that. This is exactly how they achieve that. Keep demonizing weapon system after weapon system. Ban it, ban it, ban it. Restrict, restrict, restrict. You know, even in places like New York, if you're a rape victim as a female, you still have to jump through hoops just to get a firearm to carry. Did you know that? Mm -mm. It's insane. It is insane. A woman that gets raped has to jump through hoops and get special permission to carry a firearm to protect herself in the streets of New York. that, That dude, that that just... Uh, do the criminals have to go through the same? No, no. Process? The criminals just are out there raping away, oh, raping they just away. Get those black market weapons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So let's continue going down this road. This this rabbit hole, if you will. We're gonna we're gonna pass by Alice. We're gonna see the Cheshire cat over there smiling because he's just like, you guys are fucking stupid. And it's like I know, but we're here. You know, Democrats pulled us down this hole, and you get the Mad Hatter and the rabbit out there, like happy happy birthday, happy happy birthday. Every infringement is a gun infringement. So they ban the AR-15, and then what? Well, then criminals start resorting to pistols. And then do they, they just start, or do they just use the weapons that they already have? More, I mean, I, well, they will, but I mean, like, don't don't discount. They will use the AR-15, but they will also resort to shotguns and pistols. And then that's going to happen. Then the social media rangers out there and the MSM is going to start highlighting pistols have been used. Now Democrats are going to call for banning pistols. And the next thing you know, you've got your Second Amendment being eroded away over, just over and over and over before it's finally gone. And then you are at the whims of a corrupt government. I feel like we're there right now. Oh, we absolutely are. 
You've got the FBI. We're going to cover this. You've got the yeah. FBI so politically weaponized. You've got these three-letter agencies that are arresting congressmen and putting them in leg irons. It's just insane to me. Like, it just really unraveled fast, didn't it? It did. It did. And, you know, I've got friends that have repeatedly told us many times, like, hey, there's good people in the FBI. I'm not saying there's not. Where? But, <laughs> no, I mean, they're there. It's, I mean, we can't go along the lines of thinking of, like, you know, if, if you know, black people commit majority of the black violence in or uh, violent crime in America, then all people, all black people are violent. That's not the point. No. But the point is that with the FBI, though, even though they're weaponized, I'm not saying everyone in that organization is bad, but the organization is bad. It should not exist because and I, I posted about this today in my Instagram at John Burke 11 B. I said, essentially, if there is a three letter agency that is created, regardless of what it's for, well, let's just say air pollution, which we already have, but let's just, uh, let's, let's talk about something else. Let's say saving the squirrels. Okay. We're going to create a three letter organization that's going to go out there and they're going to try and save the squirrels. Well, let me ask you something. Well, actually, no, that's not an accurate one because people really don't give a fuck about squirrels. Let's just say for whatever reason, let's just take the FBI. They create the FBI. Do you feel comfortable with the opposing political side being in control and potentially politically weaponizing that as they did under freaking Obama to spy on Trump, as Hillary did Mm -hmm. with the Steele dossier? Do you feel comfortable with that? And if your answer is no, as it should be, then why do we have that three-letter agency? Well, they can do some good. Yeah, but they're doing a lot of bad. What good are they doing? There's a lot of crimes that are thwarted and stuff like that, but that's where the Second Amendment comes into where... uh, What... I haven't heard any, have you? I don't know. I haven't heard of one thing that the FBI has done. I know they, they have to do some good. I mean, there's probably a lot of stuff that goes on yeah, the table. I'm not that we doubting don't know that there's about. people that join the organization with the intentions yeah. of, you know, good, yeah. helping, helping out people. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's, you know, the, well, the pinnacle of law enforcement, right? You get to the FBI, that's. You know, you're working hard cases. You're obviously very smart, right. able to get through, I guess. Well, this is only going to add to your point right here, though. This is Representative Jim Jordan tweets this out, says, Late breaking new whistleblowers allege the FBI is purging conservatives at the Bureau. One agent, a decorated war veteran who served in Iraq and Kuwait, the FBI had the audacity to question the whistleblower's loyalty to the country. And he posts the letters here. This is on my Instagram. It's also on the Representative Jim Jordan uh, Twitter page. Go give a look-see. Why do you think they're doing that? Why do you think, like, ladies and gentlemen, it's here in front of your face. There's no denying it. Why do you think Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, as soon as he assumed that position... The first thing he started to do was 60-day stand down in the military to hunt for extremists within the ranks. What that extremist definition was was never given to the troops. They never gave an exact definition. What they did do, though, was looking for those that were in full support of Trump. White Republicans is what they were going after. Extremist white Republicans, in their opinion. If you had the come and take it flag, they were basically, like, accusing you. Like, I have never seen a military accuse its own of disloyalty to the country by holding up flags that our nation was founded upon. These people like Lloyd Austin and General Miley are the death of our nation. They are the death of the military. This is the woke leadership that does not possess the stones to stand up and do what's right for honor, integrity. The seven army values, they sit there and they jerk themselves off to and preach to their troops. They will not live up to. Mm -hmm. They are cowards. These are bureaucrats. They don't give a damn about justice. They don't give a damn about the troops. All they care about is just like with the military, 
is essentially saving their ass. The sergeant major in the army is the same way. When he went on freaking CNN to blast Tucker Carlson, you are to remain apolitical. And when you don't, I lose faith in you. I have no faith, no faith in the current leadership in the army. None, none at all. Y'all are worthless. You should be tried for treason. Quite honestly, in my opinion, you really should. Mm -hmm. You have basically exposed enough of yourselves in the political spectrum to show that you are no longer able to handle those positions because you let political bias come in there and undermine what actual truth, justice, and liberty are all about. These are traitors to their country, and more so, they're traitors to the military. I feel nothing for you. Like, we are not, I, 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 we're not connected. We're not brothers. Mm -hmm. Lloyd Austin, in my mind, is a black supremacist. He just hides it very well. These, these liberals... Like, here's the thing. Like, Miley's still trying to understand white rage. Uh, you know, when he testified before Congress. Was it white rage on the beaches of Omaha and Normandy? Was it white rage in Grenada, Panama, Korea, Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan? Mm -hmm. Was that white rage? Because it was predominantly white people that fought in those wars. I'm not discrediting minorities. They were there. Don't get me wrong. But the overwhelming numbers were white people. Now, also, that goes because we're, over, we're, we're overwhelmingly white. We're right. a white country. But don't you dare turn around and start criticizing white people for these outlandish accusations the left has basically fabricated, like white privilege. Was it white privilege from the 4,000-something that have died in Iraq due to this war? Really? That's the thing that's pissed me off. So now we have, you know, the EU. We'll get to this. But right now, there is a war. There is a culture war against white heterosexual men, Christian men, and women. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, if you want to be a part of the nuclear family, if you believe in God, you believe in Christianity, they're coming after you. They're coming after you. If you don't put the little freaking sh the rainbow swastika on your arm, why don't you support the gay... I don't give a fuck about your movement. Your yeah. movement is trash now. Just like the BLM. Your movement is garbage. I stand behind none of it. You know, to me, it's... Like, it was eventually going to work itself out anyway. I don't think you needed any type of organization or whatever. I just think like from Gen X down, people are accepting of just about everybody's lifestyle. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, besides pedophilia. You know, I, there's a point that can be made when they said they talk about black pride. Okay. What's wrong with having white pride? What all have white people done in this world to make it better? Granted, we've done a lot wrong, but so have black people. I mean, I can understand black, the black community having gone through like the Jim Crow era, yeah. all those democratic back in policy. the day, but back none of them are the alive now that actually experienced yeah. that. Yeah. Well, but I can my see generation. them saying, you know, our four forefathers came a long way from mm -hmm. where they were. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. That's, mm -hmm. I don't care. Absolutely. You, know, you want to go out you want to celebrate, do it. I don't mm -hmm. care. Yeah. You want to have your company and celebrate those days. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Do but don't be offended when the opposing but side does it as well. I don't think the gay community needed an LGBTQ plus uh, organization to get people on board with, you know, gay marriage or, you know, well, just homosexuals I in think general. They did it first though. And I think at first they I did. I don't know. I don't think to me. I no, because you have to organize. You have to organize to make your your um your cause known. You can't do it what like was decentralized. The cause? Like what what were homosexuals not able to do? That Marry, everybody equal rights, demonization okay, of their sexuality. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like that was going to happen anyway. It did. That's what yeah. I'm saying. They organized. Right. They got it. And now it's like, okay, now it's time to stand down. You got it. But instead, it's just like the BLM. You keep screaming oppression. You're not oppressed. Right. You're the furthest thing from it. If anything, there's more black privilege or minority privilege in America now than there is white privilege. Yeah, you got people that come to this country from all over the place. Mm -hmm. 
You that's know, crazy to, to me that minorities are like pushing down that border if it's like such a racist country. To, mm-hmm. For opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because they know that in their home country, they wouldn't be able to do yeah. a fraction of the things that they can do here exactly. for themselves personally. I yeah. mean, where else? what other country has pursuit of happiness yeah. in their founding language? Um, I, I can't think of any. I just think that the way this is going, like shit's just getting ridiculous. And the fact that there's even people like we talked about in yesterday's episode that are arguing that it's okay for children to attend drag shows yeah. is just far beyond. Like me. they're arguing, okay, if it's an art form. You could say pornography is an art form yeah. as well. Are you going to take your kids to go watch? Well, uh, Absolutely well, I guess if you're taking them to a drag show, it's not not too, too far-fetched far, for yeah. yeah and that's just disgusting parenting but we've also known that this can traumatize children at a very young age so there is a slippery slope to be had there as far as what government can and cannot regulate into our lives as far as us being in agreement with but i feel if it's something in that department yes it should be made illegal businesses should not be i mean if we can't sell alcohol to people under 21 yeah. why are children allowed to attend these drag shows where these men dressed as women are performing very sexually provocative dances why is that because they're not up there, like, actually just performing it. They're out there freaking from the videos we've seen. If it wasn't it, about sex, then you would have put a sheet over the big neon sign that said it's not going to lick itself. Yeah, exactly. Like, yep. Can you... I can imagine walking in there with my kids and yeah. seeing this sign. My and they son, knew kids were coming, too. Right. They knew kids were coming, and they left that sign up. You cannot sit there and tell them, not you, but I'm talking about liberals right. out there defending this. You cannot defend that this was not sexualizing children. It 100% was. It is. It 100% was. It's, I mean, they're pushing their brand. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get new members. That's disgusting. <laughs> they're trying to indoctrinate the youth to turn them against their parents. Yeah. That's why parents have to shield them from this garbage. These people are perverted degenerates. They are. There was that one mom up in Colorado who was talking about uh, her kid liked art classes and was really into art, and she got invited to stay after to you know this art class, and once she got into it, uh, the lady running it was like, the first rule in this class is we don't talk about anything outside of these walls. Everything discussed in here mm-hmm. stays in here. And then she goes into her liberal agenda oh God, about yeah. sex and gender and all this other stuff. But, of course, the kid the went home and told her mom. Yeah. Mom went over and, you know, went went ape shit on the Absolutely. On guy, as she should. As I she should. Too, yeah, I would have, too. I would have called the lady. I would have showed up and, mm-hmm. like, now... Why are you trying to indoctrinate my child with all these perversions? Yeah. yeah. And parents are the first and last line of defense against this type of crap. Yeah. These liberal teachers. Oh, it's all over TikTok. Yeah. You cannot even deny it now because I do see people on Twitter trying to say, well, this doesn't exist to the level that you say it does. Oh, yes, the fuck it does. Yeah. Yes, the fuck. When there are hundreds upon hundreds of videos of these liberal teachers pushing this gender ideology shit on the children has no business in the classroom. I make sure. Neither does religion. Talk to my kids when they come home. Ask them about their... The counselors at summer camp, mm-hmm. ask them about the other kids, what's going yep. on. Say, like, hey, listen, if you needed to say anything, tell me. Yeah. You won't be in trouble about anything. If somebody's yeah. being mean or the counselors are being mean, let me know so I could go in there and take care of it. Mm-hmm. So we won't have any problems because I don't need somebody uh, yeah. like trying to I tell can't my even kid imagine about, having a teacher telling my child that kind of shit because I'd be up at that school in their face saying, if you ever do this to my child yeah. again, I'm going to come for your job and I'm going to come for you personally. You don't get a second chance with fuck that. No, that's you don't. it. That's I'm going it. in there. You talking to my kid about this. You need to get the fuck out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's some good news. Journalist fired after Arizona Republican <laughs> Senate candidate Blake Masters exposes past racist tweets. And these are bad. Oh, these are bad. Arizona Republican U.S. Senate candidate Blake Masters exposed a journalist past racist tweets, which reportedly caused his firing from the publication. Imagine that, a leftist racist. That doesn't exist ever. Mm. (laughs) Weird. 
This past May, Dylan Rosenblatt for the Arizona Mirror penned a hit piece on Masters, claiming he praised Nazi leader Hermann Goering in an essay the Senate candidate had written in 2006. Dude, when you're looking for something like that, there is a journalistic bias. You know there's a but That's not journalism. That's a political hit piece is all that is. You're not a journalist. That's all it is. The essay explored how governments rally citizens to war on false pretenses and ended with the following quote from Herman Goring. It says, all you have to do is tell them they are being attacked and denounce the pacifists for lack of patriotisms and exposing the country to danger. Since Master described the quote as poignant, and he's right, he's 100% right, that's not praising a Nazi. It's praising what that, that statement says. It's yeah. true. It's 100% true, and it's still practiced to this day. It's not saying Nazism is right. It's saying that even a freaking blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. That's all it's basically saying. But when you have idiotic journalists like this, so you're praising a Nazi? I'm praising the fact of what he said actually makes fucking sense. And if you turn around and you look at it, this is what the Nazis tried to do. That's why it's dangerous. That's why these intellectual, dishonest people, they know what they're doing. They're bad-faith journalists. And they're disgusting human beings. But anyway, um, Masters described the quote as poignant. Rosenblatt characterized its inclusion as a gesture of praise. When Masters threatened to sue for defamation, Arizona Mirror backed off and issued a correction. Damn right you are, you little bitches. Uh, but after digging some digging into Rosenblatt's past tweets, Masters discovered he had an issue. F he had more than a few racist and sexist jokes. Now... This is tweeted out by Blake Masters. You can find him on Twitter at B-G-M-A-S-T-E-R-S, -E and these are fucking great. Blake Masters apparently did some digging into this guy's um, <laughs> Twitter past. Yeah, this is from the account Dylan Rosenblatt. It's verified. He's a journalist, and this is what he writes. This is uh, tweeted out on 11-1-11. Like, Masters went all the way back to 2011, but he said uh, the things that the journalist tweeted were hashtag things longer than Kim's marriage. Asian people's penises. Oh, that's funny. I'll give him that. I mean, that's funny. Uh, uh, and then there's another one. He says, I only deal with women for three reasons. Sex, money, and making me sandwiches. Hashtag A-H-S-F-X. Hashtag world words to live by. Well, that's very misogynistic. That's not a trait that the left really embodies. Um, another one says, no pity for the kitty. If we lose, I will most likely puncture a cat with a fork. Hashtag is that too extreme. And then... Um, he also tweets out hashtag things I love pencil dicks in my mouth. Okay. Now here's, here is the coup de gras. Here's the coup de gras right here. This is it right here. This is again, this is Dylan Reed Rose on Twitter. And it's a picture of Dole juice, hundred percent juice with vitamins, AC and it's pineapple juice. Okay. And he tweets out, he says, I love me some N word, F word juice. N-word being the N-word for described for uh, racist slur towards black people. F-word, uh, homophobic word describing gay people. I love me some N-word, F-word juice. What? Like, I'm trying to associate. <laughs> how do you get N-word, F-word juice associated with pineapple juice? I don't. I didn't so, know. Was a, what's, the, uh, what's the date on that? That was from back in, oh, it doesn't say on there. But Blake Masters tweets out, remember that Arizona Mirror employee, Dylan Reed Rose, who took my decades-old criticism of a Nazi and falsely reported that I had praised him? This is him. It's the tweet. Oh, he's got like a whole... Uh, he does. He's he's unloaded on this douchebag. He's got bag. a Google Drive of this thing. Man, he does. These are not good. He does have... Oh, my God. He's got... Yeah. That's now that I pull it up... Oh, yeah. We're going to... Let's read these. I have fun with this. This is great. This All is good. All right. Um... 
Oh, then he, he talks about people that are actually... He's a, oh, Dylan Roosevelt was a senior reporter, Phoenix-based political reporter with previous uh, bylines and Arizona Capitol themes of Phoenix New York Ti- or New Times. When he's not getting under the skin of politicians, he's usually found at local coffee shops or movie theater. That doesn't surprise me. You seem like a coffee beta. You seem like the... Uh, yeah, you seem like the bitch. Graduated from Aristotle area, blah, 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 blah. And he, you know, looks like Arizona mayor removed Dylan Reed Roses from their website. This is May 31st versus right now. And he just blasts this guy. Oh, my God, dude. These, uh, these are, yeah. That's a lot. A lot of N-bombs in That's there. a lot of N-bombs. Like, wow, isn't that very indicative of just how the left is? You guys are racist. And then behind closed doors, you're just dropping the N-bomb. Like, yeah, left and right. Like, of course, we all know you're racist. You're projecting so much. But I love how a congressional candidate just roasts, and apparently they fired the uh, the reporter. So you know, let's go look at his Twitter account real quick. Is oh it private yet? That's got to be, right? Nope, it's not. He's got 7,827 followers. Oh, BG Masters? Mm-hmm. Or no, no, this is Dillian oh, Reed Rose. Oh, there <sighs> there his last tweet was on June 6th. I guess he's not even acknowledging it. What are you talking about? Like, Dude, you should delete your account. You've already lost your, yeah. Oh, no. He's retweeting things about... Oh, he's trying to get back at uh, Blake Masters. <laughs> yep, he's trying He's trying to go after him now. Yep. That's funny. That's funny. I just, you just love to see it. You love to see these leftist idiots get their comeuppance. Good for him. <laughs> Good for Blake Masters. Good for him. Good for everybody. <laughs> Fuck that nerd. Uh, some of the comments on it. Hello, I'm a reporter with CRU News. I'm doing a story on former journalists who have been fired for racism. Oh, Do you shit. have a moment to answer <laughs> your questions? <laughs> yeah, baby. Get them back. That's oh, what I'm talking man. about. You love, it. you love it to see. You love to see the monster just kind of uh, rear up and eat their own. It's just like, oh, I called that. That makes my penis happy. That does. My small Asian <laughs> penis. I made a joke about that. And I don't give a fuck because it's funny. These are funny jokes. Yeah. But people get so mad about that. You know, I had like the Asian community up in arms of, you know, like because I when that Navy pilot years ago drew the big dick in the sky. Yeah. And I was like, well, if it had been an Asian penis, that'd have been a lot smaller. And people were just like, that's so offensive. OK, I don't fucking care. It's funny. Get Is mad. It? Like, hate your father. It's not my problem. It's funny. It's a joke. And if you don't like that, well, I don't know what to tell you. Not my problem. Not my problem, friend. But yeah, that shit's funny. That shit is funny. But then when you're talking about, like, you're dropping actual N-bombs, like, okay, wait a minute. Wait, like, making fun of stereotypes in, a, in like, a, a a racial context without, like... It used to be like, funny. It I used mean, to be funny. I mean, I my God, look at, like, still funny. Richard Pryor, George yeah. Carlin. Fuck, that shit was hilarious. It's Even Chris funny. Rock, Eddie Murphy back in the day. Now it's like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. you can. It's still hilarious. Making fun of our differences is what unites us. Like, some of Chris Rock's earlier <laughs> comedies, like, back yeah. in the mid to uh, late 90s. Mm. Including Dave Chappelle. Chappelle, too, but oh, Chris Rock were. was, uh, a lot of his shit was... Raunchy as hell. Uh, it wasn't just raunchy, but, I mean, it was... Like I was telling you about the um, uh, the one thing I saw last night where he's talking about the uh, the government arrest mm-hmm. people for getting high. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, you, can, you can't get high off of recreational drugs, but... Yeah. You can go to the pharmacy and they'll give you drugs. Get high on their shit. And then you get addicted to that. And then, you know, as long as it's the government's, you know, opioids and prescription drugs and all that stuff. It's okay if it's the government's. As long as it's the government. But if you want to get high on your own and just do Mm. yourself, 100%. We're going to have to arrest you. We can't have that. 
can't. Hey, speaking of getting high, we know a group of people that has some really great products that do just that. That's right. It's that time of the show right here to where we're going to talk about ShellshockCBD.com. Right now, we've got a monthly special going on. It is the Blueberry Halo Gummies. These are Delta 8s. There it is. You finally did. I gave you like a good 30-second lead into that. I was waiting for that music. Jesus. Like, as soon as I said, speaking of getting high, I figured that would be like the key. Like, here we go, Josh. Like, prep that shit. Here we go. Speaking of getting high, we've got the Blueberry Halo Gummies brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. These are Delta 8. Yes, these will get you high, and it's a great feeling. It's going to get you the munchies. It's going to make you feel relaxed. going to make you feel happy, giggly. I'm telling you, it is incredible. It's an amazing product, guys. And right now, a bag of 20 is only going to cost you not $39.99, but $29.99. This is going for the month of June. This is our great monthly special. You should check it out. If you've never tried it, we also have sample packs you can try out. So, like, maybe you don't want to spend 30 bucks because you're just unsure. It's like, John, is it actually going to work? I promise you it will work. I have never lied to y'all. I have never went back on my word with y'all. This product works. So, if you want to check it out, here is the link in the chat. You can go on the ShellshockCBD.com website. It's at the banner at the top. Give it a click. Check it out. It's a great deal, guys. Yeah. And, you know, give us a shot. But give us the opportunity to earn your business. And trust me, you're going to like the way you feel. We guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new shtick. That's our new shtick. 30 bucks a pop to get addicted. What are you, stupid? You don't get addicted to the shit. What no, are you talking it's, about? It's, it's Nobody not gets addicted. addicted. Like, is, is weed addictive? Like, yeah. really? You can't get addicted to it, Dewey. <laughs> I just, I, no, I think I want me some of that marijuana. It makes sex better. <laughs> I think I want to try. I think I want to try with some of that cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> You're going to like the way you feel. It's the cheapest drug there is. <laughs> we should meme that and put that on the Shell Shock Instagram page. We're at, we're at Shell Shock Wellness on Instagram. Go check us out. And soon to release the apple cider vinegar gummies, the elderberry gummies, and the ashwanda gummies. Um, we're excited about that. Yeah, they're really good. They're, they're delicious. Great for you. So, but all right, let's keep the show going. We got to, we got to keep, we got to make sure we're doing these ad breaks. YouTube community, remind me, we got to do an ad break like every 15, 20 minutes. It's just the right thing to do. We got to get you people to buy our shit. Anywho, family sues Facebook, blames Instagram for daughter's eating disorder. The family of a preteen girl is claiming that Facebook's Instagram app resulted in her suffering from an eating disorder, self-harm and suicidal thoughts, according to a recently filed lawsuit. NBC, NBC News reports that a lawsuit was recently filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California this week by a family blaming Facebook, now known as Meta, and, in, and its Instagram platform for their daughter's eating disorder, self-harm, and thoughts of suicide, blah, blah, blah. All right. The lawsuit cites that Facebook papers, a leaked trove of internal research documents that showed the company was aware that Instagram was having a negative effect on the body image and mental health issues of young teenagers, particularly young girls. The Wall Street Journal reported... 32% of teen girls said that when they felt bad about their bodies, Instagram made them feel worse. Okay. No, it didn't. You made yourself feel that way. Yeah. You don't, I do not like Facebook. I do not like Instagram, but you cannot blame them. You cannot blame them because you allowed that into your life. This is why parents are doing such a shitty job raising their children. Why do your children have access to this shit? If you're a young teenage girl, hell no. Hell no. The perverts, the predators that exist on this platform, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. No way in fuck would my children ever have access to this toxicity and cancer. No way. So I'm sorry. I side with Facebook on this one. 
That's your problem. These parents allowed that toxicity into their children's lives. This is an occurrence of that. Now, is, is it wrong that what we see on social media? 100%. Social media, if you really think about it, I've been doing this for five, six years now, it's nothing but a vanity app platform. That's why mm -hmm. I stopped posting pictures of myself in the fitness world. I got tired of it. It was like, okay, what am I doing at this point? You're just showing off your body. Cool, nobody fucking cares. But instead, it's like, for me, it's like, think about posting what you're thinking and like try and make a difference there. But all this stuff, like in the influencer market, it's insane. I'll tell you what I do like. Like you said about like, here's my ass at the beach. Here's my ass at the church. Here's my ass in the bleachers. Here's my ass at the football game. It's like nothing but your ass. Yeah, it's so my butt cheeks. It's on my the, butt cheeks, yeah. The, in the sand. But, yeah. I, you know, I do like the accounts that... You know, show workouts and that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's a difference you know, it there. It helped yeah. me get back in the gym and help yeah. me keep, you know, stay motivated and that right. kind of stuff. So there's I mean, a difference in like there's positive. A, there's a, a, a fine balance that you yeah. got to keep to where it's mm -hmm. not like uh, too. Or these influencers uh, that are photoshopping their shit. Yeah. There's been a lot of speculation. There's been a lot of uh, controversy in the fitness world for that. That's a big thing in the fitness world. Yeah. I remember Devin Physique and all those douchebags over at Shreds were doing that. They were photoshopping the hell out of all their images, and they were creating unrealistic expectations. And the other thing is these people are juiced out of their minds. Yeah. These kids don't know that. It's like, you think somebody gets as big as Arnold Schwarzenegger naturally? <laughs> You're fucking high. You should try some Delta 8 from Shellshock CBD. <laughs> these people are juiced. I've been in this industry. I know all about it. Every single one of these bodybuilders up on that stage of the Olympics are on serious gear. Yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. And I have no problem with that. I don't care. That's why I respect the Rich Piana, the father of the 3%er uh, group, or mm -hmm. the, yeah, I think 3%. And I didn't agree with a lot of what he said, but I respected the guy because he came out and said, I'm on gear. I'm on trend. I'm on all this shit. It's like, so don't get it twisted. I am on all this stuff. Mm -hmm. You're not going to attain this physique naturally. I respect that. I don't hate him for it. It's like, dude, it's your choice, your body. Do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah. It's like, but don't lie about it. I don't, I don't like that. But yeah. there are bodybuilders in that world that claim, you know, natty. It's like, no, you're not. You're not natural. And we all know it. The skeletal frame is not made. You are not created to support that level of muscle mass. It just doesn't. So these people are out there lying, and, they're, and it's in young men as well. Young yeah. men are held to this. Women talk about having this unrealistic beauty standards thrust upon them, and it's by your own measures. Like, yeah. you do this to yourself. It's not men. I mean, men play a role, but don't, don't get it twisted like it's all our fault. But men have the same thing. When you look at any superhero, do you ever see, like, a really fat superhero outside of, like, The Incredibles? <laughs> not really. <laughs> It's like a jack dude like Batman or Superman with nipples on their outfits and shit. Yeah. So it's like, yes, we have these expectations of you're going to have like a good developed chest, some good arms, broad shoulders, six pack, yada, yada, make sure you hit your legs. It exists in both worlds. Uh, you know, it used to be like that back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Rambo, all of them. Absolutely. I mean, well, those guys weren't even that fit. Like some of the action heroes. Like yes, they were. Kurt Russell. Okay, that's different. Is it? <laughs> That's a little different. I mean, who else? In was Escape there, from like, New York, he was pretty cut. I think. Was that Charles Bronson? Even like okay, uh, Clint no, wait, Eastwood. No, wait, wait, you, wait, like, you, these... Hold on, you're talking about back in the '60s. I, That's you, you like just, '80s. No, it's 70s. No, oh no, it's not. What? Charles yeah. Bronson was in '80s. Was he? What was he? He was like back in the, the 60s and the 70s. I don't think so. Oh, I mean, you're out of your mind. You are out of your mind, dude. We're but shutting this podcast back. off right now. We're fighting. The, We're fighting over this. Let's see Charles Bronson. Now, Charles, no, you make a good point, though, because that was during the age of the Steve McQueens, the Charles Bronson. Those were like the original Hollywood tough guys. Yeah. But it wasn't because of muscle. It was because of just how they held themselves. Right. And you're right, because when the 80s, you had like the emergence of the action heroes like Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Even, Van Damme. Uh, Sam Jones. Right? Who's Sam Jones? Flash Gordon. Hey. I mean, but he hey. was he was an action action star. You know, yeah. he, yeah. he was in Flash right. Gordon, yeah. obviously. 
uh, and that was like right around the same time I think Conan came out. But you had Conan was a massive one, yes. Right, but that's when you really had those like Schwarzenegger come out, and he was yeah. all like, and then you had the Hulk. With Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, Lou Ferrigno. So, yeah. But no, I, I think Bronson, he was more of the 60s, 70s, I think. I don't know. Because I, remember Dirty Dozen? Yeah. He was in that one with uh, Lee Marvin, who was another tough guy. Um, <laughs> I think I think all-time favorite, though, for me is Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Oh, no, actually, no. You know, I, my favorite. This guy exuded class, charm, masculinity. Uh, th- you, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I'm sorry. Like, that dude yeah. had class. He like, did. you see the photo shoots this guy did back in the day? He was a good-looking dude, well-spoken, intelligent, amazing actor, but he exuded, like, male, yeah. like, masculine machismo in a sense, but not too much. Even though he played the role of James Bond, though, you could just see about how he was, how he carried himself. But then you do look at people like Steve McQueen, who was just kind of like, he was like almost like a James Dean before James Dean really got famous after he died. But he was like, the, I don't care, but I like my classic cars. He was a race car driver. He did all these great things. Mm-hmm. So nowadays, like, our tough guys are who? Who, who do we have? The tough guys? Yeah, who's, who's our tough guys now? Like, what do they do? I think that's why Jason Momoa was like so much. Yeah. Because he was out there doing all kinds of crazy I mean, shit. Like Matt Damon and what was <laughs> Like, that's, he's the tough guy. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That right. guy's a douche. Because uh, what was the name of that movie? That series that he was in? Jason Bourne. Jason Jesus Bourne. Christ. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, but then they ruin it, though, when they open their mouths and say stupid shit. But, it, like, him doing the Bourne stuff. Yeah. And then who was the other guy that took over that was in uh, all the Marvel movies? The um, Robert Downey Jr.? Not Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name, but he, he was in one of the Bourne series. And then I don't know what you're talking about. Hawkeye from Marvel. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking yeah. about. That's right. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. so he was yeah. in it. I mean, so those are yeah. the kind of the tough guys. We I don't, don't have know. the 80s action stars anymore. We need that back. We need those cheesy 80s and 90s movies that you go back and you remember in your mind, like, they were the best, and you go back and watch them as an adult. It's like, I should probably be high when I watch this because yeah. this is horrible acting. I need to be super duper high. I got to be super stoned to watch this because this is garbage. <laughs> I try to watch Commando. I can't. Like I a few can't, weeks ago. Dude. I'm like, this is so terrible. <laughs> it's so awful. I can't believe this used to be I'm like. But you know what isn't? The box office you you know what isn't? Rambo. Rambo is still good. I don't give a fuck who you are. You have Commando, which is the cheesy. Like, think about it. Like, think, right. this dude busts out with a fucking Mac 10 or an Uzi, and he's just laying scunning yeah. everywhere, and like, dudes are dropping. It's like, really? Really? At least with Rambo, the original, don't get me wrong, it was believable. Yeah. It was. Be- he's out there making fucking punji pits and shit. You're like, yeah! yeah! Fuck yeah! Fuck those cops! <laughs> and then you just look at Commando. It's just like this dude just wasted an entire platoon with one magazine and a Zuzi. Like this, no, just yeah. fucking no. And the acting is horrible. Yeah, and you had uh, Alyssa Milano's in it because it kind of, you yeah, know, looking terrible. at it now, it's like maybe the bad guy should have took her out. And then it saved us a lot of pain. It was awful. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like, terrible. Watch, watching it back, I'm like, oh, this is awful. Yeah, Keanu Reeves, and uh, John Wick, but Keanu Reeves doesn't really have like that. Yeah, he doesn't. He's more of the. He's the nice that guy. Physique. He's the nice guy. I think Keanu Reeves is kind of like the nice guy of Hollywood. Yeah, I'm talking to a lady friend and she used to uh, bartend and she waited on him and she's like, no, he's genuinely a very nice guy. He was always polite. He never treated, never talked down to anybody. It's like, that's nice to see. He, he seems that way. 
That's good. But then again, perception is not always reality, that's so you good. don't know. That's good. I'd like to hear that. I wanted to believe like that to he's a nice that. guy. Oh, God, yeah. Touch me. Touch me there, Keanu. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. I took the blue pill. Oh, blue pill all over my face. Oh, God. <laughs> I want your matrix in my mouth. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, the John Wick movies, I thought they were really good. I like them. I thought they were okay, yeah. I, I, mm. the, the action scenes are just... Uh, they're not the greatest. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, they're don't good. Think so? Don't get me wrong. I thought they were great, but they're not the greatest. That's just that's just my thing. Not the great. I don't know. I thought they were pretty good. <sighs> well, Josh, you also sat there and said Commando was good at one point. Back in the eight, that was the yeah. Of course, I was like, I don't yeah, know. But you said 10, this recently. I remember old, you said this recently. That it was good. I think so. Maybe it was somebody mm. else I was talking to. Oh no, it probably mm. wasn't you. It was somebody. I think it was my other friend Mark that we were talking about this. Command. Yeah. Yeah, because we talked about this. Another one, like, was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. He was pretty good. He I mean, good. cheesy as fuck, don't get me wrong. Like, like, yeah, just no. No. All those movies. He still uh, looks yeah. good for oh, however old he is. Yeah, absolutely they do. Was he, like, in his late 50s, early 60s, something like that? I want to say 60s. And he was a world champion, I think, kickboxer, kickboxer or Muay Thai. Uh, Either way, he was good. Yeah. But um, another one, another one that is cov- uh, commonly overlooked is Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. I met him once. Really? He's a big guy. I, well, he looks it. Yeah. I, well, you see, you know, Stallone's only like 5'5". Five, five. Yeah, he's tiny. Yeah, he's so, short. So, like, towering over him wouldn't be that yeah. big of an obstacle. But well, yeah, somehow, he's a, he was a really big guy. He was like somehow, six, he beat him in Rocky. I don't ask me how. He I mean, did it. Yeah. He did it. You got, like, a freaking 10-foot reacher on the guy, and yet he still comes back because God bless Rocky. You don't beat him. You don't beat hey, him. Hey, yo, I didn't hear no bell. You know? <laughs> hey, Apollo. Hey, hey. <laughs> I realize you got a long reach on me, but I'm going to get in close, and that's when the game really starts, you know. That's pretty good. I do my best. Twitter reacts to progressive DA Chessy Budin being ousted in San Francisco recall. Sign of red wave coming. This is a big deal. This is a big deal because of what this represents. Several conservative Twitter users hopped the, or hoped the recall was a good omen for GOP in midterm elections. Um, virtual sighs of relief echoed throughout Twitter as San Francisco District Attorney Chessie Budin lost his recall election Tuesday night and had to step down from his position. Critics have slammed Budin as far left and extremely soft on crime in the city. Under Budin's watch, crime and homelessness in San Francisco skyrocketed. In one infamous instance, the DA gave a lenient sentence to a 17-year-old male who pled guilty to a hit and run on a woman and her baby in 2021. The perpetrator were sentenced to a few months in probation camp. As such, Budin, who was elected in 2019, faced a recall election Tuesday and lost, with 61% of San Francisco voters voting to remove him and only 39% wanting him to stay. On Twitter, many people viewing the election results found it compelling that one of the country's most liberal cities actually ousted the district attorney. Conservatives hoped that it was a sign of a wider rejection of Democrats to come in November's midterm elections, and a few mainstream journalists admitted that might be the case. Um, 
Elated conservative author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza tweeted, Chessie Boudin gets the boot. Even in progressive San Francisco, a communist DA who openly sides with criminals over victims proved a bit too much. Hashtag bye-bye Boudin. Washington Post columnist James Hallman tweeted, The recall of Chasey Boudin overnight is a wash or a watershed moment. It's not just a rejection of a single DA. It's a repudiation of the failed soft-on-crime approach that has made so many of our cities less safe. Soros-backed DA Chessie Boudin loses in San Francisco, tweeted Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk. He added, Terrific news for America. Remove every single Soros DA in every single city and county he has planted them in across the country. Conservative author Ann Coulter made a joke about Boudin's recall, tweeting, the good news for Chelsea Boudin is that he will still be prosecuting the same number of criminals. That's pretty good. Mm. Um, one of the most committed visionary DAs in the nation was just recalled. Chelsea Boudin made me believe in the term progress, progressive prosecutor. Big money pro-cop interest bought the election. They're trying to do the same thing in L.A. We can't fall for it. This is from Melina Abdullah. Oh, go figure. Go figure. You liberals out there are sitting there when you have a shit DA that is soft on crime. Like, I would love for this Melina Abdullah to go look into the face of the mother and the child that was hit by this piece of shit that was given a lenient sense. And you tell her yeah. that DA had her best interests at heart. You tell her that. These people are so out of touch. These elected officials are so out of touch. Yeah. But this is a massive sign of things to come. San Francisco, of all places, when they're pulling the flowers out of their hair, they're like, we're done with this shit. Like, it's homelessness, crime, drug, it's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. If you're paying upwards of 30% in taxes and oh you're walking out on the street and stepping in human crap yep. and stepping over syringes, yep. I might be a little upset and inclined to vote differently. Yeah, or I mean, leave. Like, yeah, or leave. Or just leave. Or just I mean, leave. You know, and that's another thing. It's such a, a beautiful city. Yeah. And it's, you know, just filled with human crap on the sidewalks and syringes. You're not going to find Nancy Pelosi there, that's for sure. <laughs> well, fuck no. Bury her head in her $25,000 freezer. Mm -hmm. Election night live wire. Seven states vote. Red wave brews off both coasts. Voters in California, New Jersey, South Dakota, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, and New Mexico are selecting their GOP and Democrat nominees in several primaries on Tuesday as the signs of a red wave continue to brew off both coasts. The mostly Western states voting on Tuesday had several battles on the front line as Golden State voters in particular select nominees in many competitive primaries. And the first Republican who voted to impeach former President Donald Trump in his second impeachment is standing for re-election and will have to face the voters again. The fate of Deb, uh, Representative David Velatico, Velatico out of California, who is a primary challenger, as well as the fates of several other established establishment-aligned Republicans in California, as well as in other states like Mississippi, South Dakota, will be decided Tuesday. The mayor's race in Los Angeles is also interesting and could signal an even further leftward lurch in the, for, of the Democratic Party. In other places like New Jersey and Iowa, voters will select GOP nominees to take on uh, vulnerable incumbent Democrats like Representative Cindy Enks, uh, Democrat out of Iowa's 3rd District, and Representative Tom Malinowski, Democrat out of New Jersey's 7th District. In South Dakota, GOP Governor Kristi Noem looks to make her re-election effort official as she aims to become the GOP nominee again in Tuesday's primary election. Guarantee she's getting it. Guarantee she's getting it. Yeah. Yeah. She ain't going anywhere. Nope. That woman has won not only the state, but the country. She's she, won my she's, heart. She's the only one. Yeah. She's the only one. I believe she's the only one that in the face <laughs> of lockdown said no. Yeah. Not here. I think so, too. I think she was the only one in the, in the world? Maybe the universe. <laughs> 
she stood up and had balls when the people like Greg Abbott stood by, no pun intended, Greg Abbott, DeSantis, all of them, they still shut down. Yeah. Noam held true to the Constitution. Look at him now. Bigger balls than Leah Thompson. <laughs> Thomas, whatever her name is. And that's saying something. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. Trump, meanwhile, again, has many endorsements on the line across several of these states. I believe, I believe Dr. Oz did get the... Uh, did he win? I think he did. I know they had to. Uh, they had. Or did, am I wrong on that? I could have swore he did. His, chat. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. YouTube chat. Is that right? His opponent was filing a lawsuit, so it was. They had to do the recount. I, that probably sure. means he lost, then, or Oz won. I, I, yeah. um, I don't know how I feel about Oz. We'll just have to watch him. We'll just have to watch. Um, here's some news. Um, here's some news that are it upsets me, but whatever. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene has just selected herself. An intern by the name of Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh, it's true. Oz did win. They are confirming. It's okay. Oz did win. Did he? Uh, yeah. Milo Yiannopoulos is now interning for Marjorie Taylor Greene. I like Milo. I thought he was the greatest troll. Yeah. I loved his flagrant humor. I loved that he busted Ben Shapiro's balls. Uh-huh. He was the greatest troll of great. all time. I think... He uh, probably still is. I'm wondering if this is a massive troll because apparently now Milo is no longer gay. He says that he's reformed. He's a devout Catholic. Um, I, I spoke to him on Telegram. To, uh, I thought he was married. I think they got divorced. Uh, to the black dude? Yeah, I think they got divorced. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. But of all people to intern for, Milo, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? Like, I, I don't hate Marjorie Taylor Greene. But she says some stupid shit. She's done some stupid shit. Well, I think you you probably fit in pretty well in politics then. Yeah, that's true. If you spit out some stupid shit. It's like you try and develop this in a peach tree dish. Yeah. <laughs> she actually said that. She said that. It's like, I forget. I get her point. Her point was on, but it's like a peach tree dish. What the fuck are you? You mean a peach tree dish? And she was talking about Bill Gates's fake meat that's designed in a peach tree dish. It's like, Marjorie, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? What are, what are you doing? Marjorie. <laughs> Marjorie. I don't know. I but think it's a good move on her part. Oh, absolutely. She's just secured herself a firebrand. It's like, Milo, if you're going to push back in the political arena, don't do it with her. Yeah. Like, you, he doesn't need know. anybody. He doesn't need anybody. You've got the ability to create your own platform again. Go on truth. Because he's also now an open critic of Trump. He doesn't like Trump anymore. Because him, like Ann Coulter, felt like Trump betrayed his promises and things such as that. Like, we never got the wall, not fully and shit like that. But they should have known that we were never going to secure that wall. Uh, Not with Republicans going against Trump you know, in Congress. Looking back at his presidency and all the obstacles he had, to, it wasn't like he oh, just true, yeah, had like yeah. a, an, an open, open road yeah, true. to to do all these things. But everybody he had, should he have known that, though. Republicans, he had to fight Democrats. I agree. Uh, I agree. But I mean, when you he had to fight the FBI. But you look at like some people like us when yeah. we see a, a, a politician standing up there making these promises, and we fully know how government works. Like you can't make that promise. You don't know. Yeah. You're getting you're, you're banking on you don't know, but you're going to make the promise and expect people to trust you. No, I would never trust a politician. It's a fair point. I mean, but at the same time, I think we've seen these politicians in the past say all these things. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to do the border yeah. wall. They're going to do the uh, embassy, U.S. Embassy, yeah. move it to Jerusalem. And they never even attempt to do it. True. At least this guy. Went oh, yeah. I'm not and, saying he yeah. didn't do anything. No, Trump did a lot. He, I'm not saying he didn't. But what I'm saying, though, is, is the point of is that when a politician makes a promise, that is primarily dependent upon what Congress does. Yeah. And you know you don't have control and you know you're you're fighting against your fellow GOP members, 
You can't make that promise. I think it's a double-edged sword because at the same time, it shows that Congress isn't going to let these things yeah, uh, pass <clears throat> easily. Yeah. And then the other side is, you know. Well, dude, it turned. Like, it turned from, like, early 2016. It was, like, yeah. Republicans start to see that if I don't get on board with the Trump train, you take Glenn Beck, for example. If I don't get on board with the Trump train, the GOP is going to oust me. Yeah, it's kind of like this, this is like the this will party of loyalty. the people. Yeah, you know, it's this isn't a monarchy. No. You know, you can't sit up there with your kings and queens and tell everybody how to group yeah. think. Yeah, I mean, they try to with the media. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at George Soros buying up all these Hispanic radio stations mm -hmm. because they're losing such a huge mm -hmm. uh, percentage of the Hispanic vote. Yeah. So what are they doing? Gathering up all the radio stations that yep. Hispanics listen to, and then they'll start to leak in some uh, propaganda oh, that's beneficial to them. Mm -hmm. And then why Republicans are bad and why Democrats are yeah. good. And gas prices being high are great. Yeah, inflation is very good for oh, the economy. God. So all that stuff. So, but I mean, it's just I think it, Trump's presidency opened up people's <clears> eyes to if oh, you just had, how manipulative the media was. Just if you had somebody who had good intentions to yeah. try i mean is he the best probably not no i mean but was he good yeah uh, i think he yeah. was yeah so I mean, but I mean, we can't also the point that i try and make with that though is that no politician is without reproach all of them should be criticized for when they yeah. get it wrong 100 percent. it you doesn't know, mean that you you hate them as a whole no they're fact, our employees exactly they, we pay them exactly they, we, they don't pay us yeah did i posted about milo on my Instagram and people are like, why are you always bashing Marjorie? You never talk about, you never call out any rhinos. Like, do you not listen to the podcast? I was like, yes, the fuck I do. Yeah. But people like that, I don't have any respect for because essentially you've wrapped your identity in that individual politician. So you can't, it's, it's the halo effect. You can't say anything mm -hmm. bad about them. If yeah. you don't have one negative thing to say about Marjorie Taylor Greene, you're not watching. Right. You're not listening. You're not seeing what's going on. I've called out Crenshaw. I've called out Trump. I've called out below. It's like, yes, I feel like this is one of those things that you can be fair and balanced across the board, unlike Fox News, who I also have called out. Yeah. So these people aren't listening. These commenters, they don't listen to the podcast or they're just so biased. That's why I tell them, like, you know what? My page probably isn't for you. You should leave. If that's how you're going to act, you see your boy Crenshaw, because apparently I have him on the show. I talk to him. Mm -hmm. I debate him. It's like, I, don't, I disagree on this, but now we're boys. So therefore, if we're boys, I automatically agree with everything he says. That's interesting. That's an interesting thought process to myself. Yeah, it's... Uh, People just don't like seeing or hearing that. It's like, I don't agree with Crenshaw hardly on much anymore. It's like, almost like rooting for a sports organization. Yeah, like your yes. favorite football team. Very well it's put, It's like, yes. you're always going to root for them no matter what, even yeah. when they suck. Yeah. It's like, if you're a Browns fan... Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, that's you're, true. You're always going to root for that team, so... And, and that's where people really got to pull back and be like, all right, this isn't... This is for the best of... Yeah. You know, everybody. I just gonna, hope how are we going to move forward? What's I sincerely hope do Milo does not become part of the GOP establishment. Because Marjorie Taylor Greene is. Do you think she's establishment? Oh, 100%. She's in the turning point crowd, Charlie Kirk. That's the establishment. They say they're not, but they are. Yeah, I think it's. That's the new set establishment. up as kings and queen makers. Yeah, absolutely. So if you get. The old GOP establishment, the yeah. Mitch McConnells, they're going away. The new establishment, the millennial establishment, Gen X, is taking over. Yeah, I would love to see the Mitch McConnells, the Lindsey Grahams, the get Collins, yep. the Cheneys, and the Romneys. Know, the yeah. Rom all these people. Get them out. Get them out. Get them out. But then all we're doing right now with the likes of Turning Point is endorsing and putting into place Trump loyalists. That's dangerous.
That's you know what I want. It's almost like the give me more Rand Pauls. The, give me more Rand Pauls. That's what I want. Is it, it's like the better of two evils, pretty much. Yeah, that, that, you know, that's or the greater facing, good, yeah. mm-hmm. or you know. But for me, like, I feel like we need to remind people though that you don't have to pick left v right. You have your Rand Pauls. You have yeah. your constitutions. Like, what about them? They represent the will of the people. Yeah. They know their place. They're not for high spending. They're not for high yeah. taxes. They're there for you, the common American, by their actions. Yeah. You don't see that. I think uh, I would love to see a Rand Paul presidency. Oh, hell yes. Or, uh, you know, hell I was, uh, yes. You know, I was really a big Ben Carson fan in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't dislike the guy. I think Ben Carson's a very intelligent man. He's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. So I, I really liked him, too. Mm-hmm. Just as somebody with a good heart yeah. who you know has good intentions. And you can see that from Rand Paul, yeah. from Ron Paul, yep. Ben Carson. Yep. I mean, That's, even uh, I think Jim Jordan is probably a good. Uh, I don't know enough about him. Jim Jordan. Yeah, I mean, I do like what he's what I'm seeing from him so far, but I don't. I haven't delved into his his history, so yeah. I don't know. But I mean, obviously, Ron DeSantis would be. Oh yeah, uh, and you know, uh, Christy Nome. Christy Nome. I'd vote Christy Nome yeah. for presidency in a heartbeat. Yeah. Everything I've seen on her, she stood by and aligned herself with the Constitution verbatim. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Funny you say DeSantis. Um, Rays fans weigh in after DeSantis vetoes $35 million for Florida's team's training facility. Tampa Bay Ray, Rays fans push back against DeSantis' explanation for vetoing Florida team's training facility funding. St. Petersburg, Florida, Tampa Bay. This is a very slippery slope. I like this article because this is gonna this is going to bring on some good thinking. Um, Tampa Bay Rays fans spoke to Fox News about Governor Ron DeSantis' decision to veto $35 million in funding for a new training facility. We as taxpayers should worry about bringing, uh, hold on. We as taxpayers should just worry about bringing lots of fans to the area and support that, Bonnie from Bradenton told Fox News. The governor has no business in that. After vetoing the funding, DeSantis said Friday that he doesn't support giving taxpayer dollars to professional sports stadiums and that it is inappropriate to subsidize political activism of a private corporation. Um, the Rays had pledged to donate 50000 to every town for gun safety in late May following the Valde, Texas shooting. Okay, let's unpack that real quick. Number one, um, he doesn't support giving taxpayer dollars to professional sports stadiums. I agree with that. That's, that's free market. That's private enterprise. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, you want to build a stadium? You, you can afford it? Do it. 100%, mm-hmm. which you can. You can. I don't think that warrants any taxpayer money. I think that's a waste because, again, if I'm not a football fan, why the fuck is my tax money going towards a football stadium? Yeah. Hell no. Absolutely exactly. not. The second <laughs> one on that, though, is it's inappropriate to subsidize political activism of a private corporation. I agree with that. I I don't. Hmm. Why should we be if they're getting subsidies from the government, which is yeah, tax dollars? I, I agree with that. Why it's, are we letting them yeah. stand on their soapbox and tell us their political views and how we need to yeah. uh, get on board with what they're doing? What I'm trying to tie this into, though, is I agree with everything you just said, but it, for me, it goes beyond that, though, because these government subsidies going to these programs, such as God, this is such a slippery slope. Uh, what about um, pro-life stuff? Are they receiving any government subsidies? Um, I don't know. Like I maybe know. an organization that is standing on a pro-life platform, mm-hmm. but is isn't it, that is the, it NASCAR? Yeah, exactly. Is, things such as that. Is the NFL yeah. standing on a pro-life platform? Oh no, no. I'm just talking about um, in general. I'm talking yeah. about like uh, these these pro-life clinics that are operating on a taxpayer money. A clinic is money, different or than, donation, a, excuse me. than a stadium. So. How so? 
how is it different? Well, no, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about the physicality of it. I'm talking about the premise behind not giving taxpayer money to these private organizations with a, with a political uh, goal. Because if you do it for one, you have to do it for all. If you don't do it for one, you don't do it for all. Uh, I think it's different. Well, first, the first question I want to ask, though, is is are these pro-life clinics receiving federal money? Uh, they they do. You can apply for grants. Okay, because I know for a fact that um, parent, Planned Parenthood does. Yeah, or, uh, get, excuse me, uh, the, uh, oh, Jesus. That's it, right. I think yeah, they, the abortion people. Yeah, they get about $500 yeah, million they get They get year. subsidies from the government. Like, I disagree with that. Yeah. That should be because that's, and look, I'm, I'm a pro-lifer. But I don't want my taxpayer money going to places that I don't agree with. So, therefore, mm-hmm. we do it for none. Right. So, we're in agreement on that. That was kind of like, but the same argument can be applied to pro-life and then yeah, pro-choice and clinics. Do it be community fund. Yeah, exactly. It's primarily donations. So, yeah. the clinic my mother works at mm-hmm. is primarily donations. Right. And they'll get some government grants. But you have to, you know, write the grants out. You have yeah. to have a grant and all that stuff to, you know, get any sort of government funding. Yeah. So... I mean, I don't think it should be $500 million for Planned Parenthood, Hell you no. know, or just Hell wipe no. it all out altogether and I think, say, listen, we're I not going to yeah. do that's, any of this. That's my thing. Wipe it all out. Uh, even the things I agree with, no, because that's not what taxpayer money should be used for. Because there's a lot of people who donate to, mm-hmm. uh, like, the clinics that my, my mother is the director of up, yeah. up in Ohio. So it's, you know, people will donate. Oh, to, oh absolutely. Yeah, I they mean, will. Yeah. They have... Um, one of the bigger things that they use for these uh, young mothers that come in is the um, um, the sonogram. Yeah. So, and that's a big part of when they come in, they look and they see that yeah. there is is a baby inside of them. Mm-hmm. Then that and those you, things are expensive. It, it's very expensive. Those machines are very right. expensive. Yep. So for her to have mm-hmm. that type of equipment, mm-hmm. and they give them like these bucks so they can mm-hmm. go in and buy baby clothes and yep. cribs and stuff like. People donate to that. I oh mean, yeah. that's a, that's a good cause. And that's right community taking street, care of community. Yeah. Right across the street is uh, a Planned Parenthood. A Planned Parenthood. Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> Planned parent whore. Same difference. So it's, uh, you know, I, I, if it gets rid of our money going to, uh, you know, stuff like Planned Parenthood yeah. or the, like the Tampa Bay Rays where, well, you know, you're going to donate to anti-gun stuff. Thing. Absolutely. Right. Not, yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody says, I disagree about this latter part. He added, the government should not be telling industry what they believe or what they don't believe. I love the example being made here because yes, that person is number one, they're incorrect. Because number two, when you receive that federal grant money, mm-hmm. you're now by proxy a government employee. DeSantis is right. Now, I mean, he's right, but he's not. It's just one of those things of like, DeSantis is saying, if you don't agree with my Floridian policies mm-hmm. and your anti-2A, you're not getting federal funding. I think that's incorrect. Not in the sense of him holding that back, just in general. Mm-hmm. There should be none of that. Because now you give him the government the power to withhold and give according to what they see as being right and fit. I don't agree with that. I don't know. I, I don't think the stadium think should they, have any taxpayer you know, funding. What they did with Disney. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That never should have happened. What they did. Uh, but I, I do get in the sense of like it's going to bring, you know, economic um, growth. To the yeah, state. Com- absolutely. But at the same token, it's just like. Uh, if you're going to use that platform to sit up there and espouse yeah. Yeah. Uh, your uh, political views, then that's. Yeah. I, I just don't see that as a win for. Yeah, you know everybody exactly because if we look at it now. Disney is like the the land of groomers, and yeah. now Florida's shutting that shit down. It's like, all right, you're gonna start paying taxes, but I think the way to circumvent that is that you don't necessarily have to agree or disagree with an individual polit- politician's uh, policies. You just shut the fuck up and remain politically neutral. Yeah, that's the smart thing to do. Yeah, 
But these organizations, it's true. You go woke, you go broke. Like right now, again, like we talked about, Netflix was hemorrhaging. They're yeah. like, hey, you know, we're changing it. We're going back. Top Gun, we get an article about this um, as far as... Um, I might have exited out of it by accident, but Top Gun they're using as a massive example of non-woke movies doing insanely well. Mm -hmm. Top Gun, the new one, is, you know, I'm going to go see it this weekend. It's received nothing but amazing reviews, and I didn't think it would because normally a, a second, a sequel, usually does not do very good. Yeah. So I'm actually shocked this one. Apparently from people I'm seeing on Facebook, my personal friends are like, oh, no, it's worth it. It's a really good movie. So I'm like, okay. But, but no, back to the main point, though, I just I don't think that... Um, I don't know, man. When you're a, when you're a Rays owner and you're making millions upon millions upon millions, and you can afford your own stadium, yeah. No, you shouldn't be getting federal money. Absolutely no. not. Yeah. Like I'd rather see that money go to startup businesses, yeah. startup companies. Help Absolutely. Them. You know that's yeah. that's extremely hard to get a business going. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. very hard. Yeah. It's and like the government doesn't these, do anything. These large scale corporations get these tax yeah. breaks. All this shit. What do the small businesses get? Jack shit. Tax bill. We get a tax bill. <laughs> Where's our breaks? So I guess if you make it big, then you get more. Shouldn't it be the exact opposite? Give these smaller businesses a break so they can grow bigger, create more jobs, help stimulate the economy. No, you're only giving it to people that are already at the top and they're making so much money. And I'm mm -hmm. not against that. Please don't get me wrong. But it's like, I think we have a little bass backwards here. Yeah, because everybody would be doing better. Hell if yeah. we're doing better... Everybody's doing better. 100%. we're paying taxes. If our business is growing, it means we're putting more people right. to work. They're yeah. getting more food on their table. They're putting more money back into the local economy. You know, because black, I mean, let's let's trickle this down to like the basic denominator of, okay, we have an employee that works for us and they're getting paid decent money. And they're going to go home and for Christmas can say, you know what? I'm going to buy my loved one a TV. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy them something from the local economy. Well, that helps boost that little mom and pop, sh you know, sales. They're going to grow. They can hopefully employ more people. It just, it feeds it's like this one cycle of economic life. But the problem is, it's just like when the government tries to come in and regulate that, it, it, it doesn't end well. It never ends well. But um, we talked about this before the show. Uh, opioid crisis. Montana. Montana officials report alarming number of recent fatal overdoses likely lent, linked to fentanyl. Montana, of all places. Now, as we know, it's the leading killer of people within ages 18 to 45 in America right now. We've got a very open southern border. Fentanyl is pouring over the border. Uh, Montana law enforcement officials have already seized more fentanyl this year than in the past four years combined. Way to go, Biden. There were at least eight fatal drug overdoses between May 22nd and June 1st throughout Montana, all of them likely due to opioids, health officials said this week. First responders found blue M30 pills near the deceased, which are likely counterfeit pills laced with fentanyl, a dangerous opioid that is 50 to 100 times more powerful than morphine. Jesus. I know, that shit's crazy, man. Counterfeit pills containing fentanyl are becoming increasingly common nationally and in Montana are taken by people who misuse diverted prescription opioids as well as those who inject, smoke, or snort drugs, the Montana Department of Health said in a statement on Tuesday. Um, six of the deceased were male and two were females, and they all had a history of substance abuse, health officials said, calling the trend an alarming number of fatal overdoses. Okay, well, let's... let's I'm not trying to downplay this, but if it was eight people, let's calm it down a little bit. Let's, well, there's let's... only like 15 people in Montana. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'll give you that. <laughs> That's true. Because we were talking about that before the show. I was like, wait, 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 wait. 
what's their numbers on this? Like, guys, 25% of the population are over there on, on fentanyl. I was like, wait, wait, how many people do you have? I was like, well, 100. It's like, well, well wait a minute. Like, hold on. Like, I, I get I get the point, though. Like, percentage-wise, that's bad. Yeah, but it's, still. Uh, it's a lot. I mean, it's... Yeah. Fentanyl has been driving a recent surge in overdosing deaths nationwide, and it was responsible for about three-quarters of the record 107,622 fatal overdoses last year, according to the CDC, who, you know, they get everything right. Montana saw 87 fentanyl-related deaths last year, a 112% increase of the over the 41 fentanyl-related deaths the state had in 2020. Law enforcement have tried to keep up with the growing threat in the state, seizing more fentanyl in the first three months of this year than in the previous four years combined, according to health officials in the Montana Department of Justice. And we already know that fentanyl is pouring over the southern border. It yeah. is being brought in, bust in, you name it, it is coming across. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> this is where the libertarian comes out in me. You chose to put it in your mouth. It's on you. Yeah. It goes and kind of proves my point as to why we don't need an FDA. If you're seeing what's happening with these guinea pigs, buying these drugs from these back alley dealers, ODing on the shit, mm -hmm. that's what you get. Yeah. Or you have to go to a reputable place that actually has the ingredients listed. They're doing it the right way as it should be legalized. Yeah. You want to smoke crack? Well, go to a licensed, I shouldn't say licensed, but go to a reputable crack dealer <laughs> that you know that shit. <laughs> And I'm not. I'm not gonna smoke crack. I have the cleanest trunk. I <laughs> my crack is. I got the cleanest up. needles. This one doesn't even have any rust on it. Look at that. <laughs> you get where I'm saying. So it's kind of like, look, we can. I mean, we do have a southern border issue. Don't get me wrong. Drugs are pouring in, but the war on drugs, from what we've learned, is not going. It's not winnable. It's not. Yeah. But you look at places like Colorado. You legalize marijuana. It's gonna bring some issues up. Don't get me wrong. But you are making money hands over fist. Yeah. You can reinvest that money back into local economy, schools. I mean, there's so much good you can do with that. All because people just want to get a little high. Well, you just want to be a pothead. Well, you drink. What's you, the difference? You want to get a little high? You get a little high? Hey, speaking of high, <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> that TikToker dude, I forget what his name is. Justice. Hey, listen, did you know that you can go to shellshockcbd.com and check out our great, amazing inventory of Halo and Delta 9, Delta 8 gummies? These will get you high. This is the right. You are just all over the place. I know. You're just all over the place. Sorry. Look what. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this Joe one's yours. CBD. You do this promo. I'm not doing. You do this one. This month only. Blueberry Halo gummies for $29.99. You'll love this. Show us your tits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, uh, let's see. You do it better than I do. Go. Yeah, I'm you're doing good. Tossing back to Ro you. Roll. No, roll with it, dude. You're doing you, great. Keep going. And you're on. I'm blaming it to you. No, it's all it's, it's all you, bro. Come not, on. Finish it. Finish it off. All right. Uh, for the entire month of June, our Halo Blueberry Gummies are $29.99. It's a 20-count bag. It's regularly $39.99. Gummies are marked down on the website. No code required. And we're also, we're going to be at FitCon uh, this weekend, Saturday. At, uh, it's over in Fort Worth. Yep. And uh, We're a gold sponsor. If yep. you guys are going to be uh, in the area, come out and visit our booth. We got some uh, free giveaways that we're going to be doing there. And I think you'll love it. John, back to you. <laughs> Thanks. And we're going over to weather with Allie, the black anchorman. It's going to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> Little family guy reference there. <laughs> Uh, and now for Trisha Takanawa. <laughs> Thank you, Diane. <laughs> <laughs>
Come on down to our new show. We're gonna play The Price Is Right. It's gonna be a sex theme show. So it's like da 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 da. Go on down. Oh, that's right. That's your good stuff right there. Oh god. Oh, oh god. Check that out at shellshockcbd.com. Uh, here it is. No analysis. Have the tables turned on woke Hollywood. Top Gun Maverick, the newly released sequel to the iconic 1986 action film, is already breaking records. This past weekend, the film became the highest grossing movie in the career of its lead star, Tom Cruise. The film ditches many of the common tropes of woke Hollywood and instead it embraces a pro-America message absent from many new releases over the past decade. Could the tables be turning on woke Hollywood? If Maverick's success and the massive failure of other woke films are any indication, Tinseltown may need to rethink its commitment to woke politics. It's, it's an interesting point. They make a good point because it's all about the money. It's all about the, it's all about the money. They're going to go to where the money is. Um, oh, your camera died. Schumer to Kavanaugh and Gorsh says, you will pay the price. Won't know what hit you if you make awful decisions. Okay, but first, let me read um, the first article where a man was reportedly detained and arrested outside of Judge Kavanaugh's home, Supreme Court Justice. Uh, the man had apparently a gun and a knife. Admitted to the police he wanted to kill Kavanaugh. This is what happens when people try and dox people, and the MSM is guilty of this. By the way, have we found out who from the investigation leaked the uh, the discussions uh, of the SCOTUS? The FBI's on it. Oh, so we're fucked. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Should have that sometime in the next 35 years. Oh, my God. This is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. We still don't know who leaked those documents, but the intent was for this, was number one, to get protesters out there to try and essentially get these judges to change their mind or have someone crazy enough to off one of them. Because yep. think about it. You get one off, now Biden's going to replace him with a left-leaning judge. Makes sense to me. Yeah, It's disgusting. It's sad. Robert De Niro says he sleeps better knowing Biden in White House. He is doing a very good job. Despite out of control inflation, like, these liberals that say this shit, it's like, what reality are you living in? Like, what, what, like, you just sit there. It's like the country is on fire. Shit is burning. People are paying upwards of $100 to fill up their gas tank. It's like, hey, man, he's, he's doing a good job. Doing, doing a good job. I just want to punch you in the face. What an idiot. What an idiot. It's a fake tough guy. He is a fake tough guy. Despite out-of-control inflation, record gas prices, baby a form of the shortages, record illegal immigration to the southern border, and fentanyl pouring over. We got, you know, border, we got uh, port issues. You got supply chain issues. Um, a newly emboldened Russian and Chinese, China Hollywood star Robert De Niro has nothing but praise for President Joe Biden, saying he sleeps better at night knowing Biden is in charge. No, you sleep better at night knowing that you have a puppet in the White House that isn't going to go contrary to what you want. You don't have a Trump that's going to tell someone like De Niro to go fuck himself. Robert De Niro spoke about President Biden during an appearance Tuesday on CBS's The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. During this conversation, Colbert asked De Niro if he sleeps better knowing that Joe Biden is occupying the White House. Yes, De Niro replied, provoking enthusiastic applause from the audience. He says, he got us into calm waters, and that was the idea. He's doing a very good job. It's a tough one. I could imagine. I can imagine how difficult it is. I have decisions in my own personal life. I imagine what he goes through is 100 times that. You weren't saying the same thing for Trump. 
Oh, hell no. And Trump was fighting way more adversaries than what Biden's fighting. Oh. Biden's Here's a sad thing about your stolen election right here, ladies and gentlemen. Biden has literally clear waters in front of him, and he still managed to fuck that up. Oh, yeah. Trump went against the grain for so long. He was in choppy water, still managed to do a damn good job. And you got Biden basically saying, hey, dip, dipshit, you've literally got a straight path ahead. Just keep going with what you got, and you will reap the benefits of what this Trump administration did. Biden couldn't do it because he wanted to pander to left-leaning celebrities like Robert De Niro, saying, well, you know what? You know, we have this issue at the southern border. We need to stop. You know, we need to stop being so mean to these illegal immigrants. They're humans, too. Yeah, but they're not Americans. There's a difference. Nationality is not indicative of race. So every time they talk about being racist towards illegal immigrants, it could be Canadians portering from the fucking northern border. Yeah. Snow Mexicans, for all I give a shit, it's still wrong. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. We have to vet the people that are coming into this country. Um, De Niro. De the actor then like seemed... zero. Yeah, De Zero. The actor then seemed to obliquely acknowledge that Biden's many failures and widespread unpopularity says he's doing the best he can and we got to go through a bad period. Dude, shut the fuck up. What do you mean we? You're fine. That's stupid idiot. You talk about so disconnected <laughs> with society. You know, we gotta. He couldn't be more of a. We gotta a go dummy. through some bad times. You know, gotta go through some bad times. He couldn't be more of a dummy if he tried. Oh my god, this is wee shit. I know. Get Gal Gadot over there singing "Imagine" next to him. Just imagine. Shut the fuck. I am so tired of Hollywood celebrities sitting there presuming like McConaughey to lecture me about my rights when you motherfuckers are guarded behind guns or behind walls with guns. You're not living paycheck to paycheck. Like this other congressman the other day, she's talking about like, oh, I just bought myself a new electric car. I drove from point A to point B. I didn't fill up any gas. This is going to stick it to the oil and gas companies when Americans do this. Majority of Americans cannot afford a $50,000 fucking electric car. And Elon Musk himself has already said this. This is not sustainable. If every person in America had a Tesla in their garage, the power grids would be so fucking overloaded, yeah. you cannot sustain it. Politicians don't listen. Elon himself said this. I've got a Tesla. Dude, I'm telling you, it's not a cheap car. Mm -hmm. It's not. But people seem to think, hey, you know, let them have cake. Let them buy electric cars. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Do you know De Niro's worth around $500 million? Oh, isn't that interesting? Wait, he can... Relate to, he can relate yeah. to us commoners so oh, easily. With his I know what it's like not to have my caviar dished out at my bedside on my silver platter. You know, I'm going through some hard yeah. times too, folks. I had to downgrade from the G8 to the G7 We're gonna private We're going to have to go through some rough times, everybody. We're going to have to tighten our belts. Two weeks to flatten yeah. the curve. Just stay in your houses while I go and play on my golf course in my backyard. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You could fuck all the way off. Exactly. This is why I understand yeah. the, the, the premise behind socialism. I get it. It doesn't work, though. But you have, because here's the thing, all these all these celebrities advocating for socialistic ideas, you do realize you're going to be broke. They're going to take your money. That money is going to be given to the government to be redistributed across the board, as they kind of already do with these socialistic programs, yeah. which, by and large, the government will fuck it up. Mm -hmm. But hey, put your money where your mouth is. All these celebrities are advocating for socialism and free health care, put your money where your mouth I'm is. I'm surprised that guy's still, he's 77 years old. He just needs to die. He's an or idiot. Just retire. Shut the fuck up. 
De Niro was one of Hollywood's most outspoken anti-Trump activists. The star of Netflix's The Irishman even went on live television during the 2018 Tony Awards to hurl obscenities at then-President Trump. He says, fuck Trump, he shouted. Biden's popularity continues to sink as Americans on both sides of the political divide have decided they've had enough of soaring inflation and record high gas prices. As Breitbart News reported, a recent Reuters IPSOS poll shows only 36% of Americans approve of Biden's job performance, while 59% disapprove. You're doing worse than Trump. This time, under Trump's presidency, he was polling higher than you, bro. Higher than you. You are that bad. He had around-the-clock negative press coverage. Yes. Around-the-clock. And the press doesn't even touch Biden. Not not even a little bit. Biden has been hiding from the press for 100-something days now, and they don't push him on it. They don't push him on it. His new press secretary is the biggest idiot we've ever seen. This woman is so unhinged, she cannot give any direct answers. You want to talk about up there tap dancing yeah. like a trained clown, you know, bending to the whims of, like, you know, your, your masters and overlords in the White House. Yeah, Peter Ducey is just pushing on her like a motherfucker. And it's like Peter Ducey knows. He's like, he's making her his bitch. He's like, all right. Saki could kind of hold her own, but she knew she was an idiot. This woman, oh, she's a moron. He's going to run buckshot over her, and good. They need it. They need a reporter to go in there and ask him the question that every American wants answers to, and you don't relent. You do not relent. Peter Ducey is like a good version of Jim Acosta. He's like a good version of Jim. Jim Acosta is the biggest douchebag I've ever seen. I know, he's a total idiot, too. Just a complete douche. Like, Jim, look, we're going to need you to be a douchebag for the next four years. Can you do it? Like, oh, Sign yeah. me up, buddy. Oh, yeah, I can do it. Oh, it just kills me. Oh, yeah. Where is it? Uh, Amber Heard attacks Johnny Depp for thanking his fans. Women's rights are moving backwards. Dude, bitch, you fucking lost. Shut the fuck up. Actress Amber Heard attacked Johnny Depp for posting a video (laughs) montage on social media thanking his fans for their support during the Depp v. Heard trial. The Aquaman actress declared, as Johnny Depp says he's moving forward, women's rights are moving backwards as a result of her stunning loss in the defamation trial. Um, you yourself admitted that, oh, I thought this American could say whatever you want. No, not when it constitutes libel. You can't. And you got busted for it. Has uh, nothing to do. This is what liberals do. This is what they do. This is why the hashtag me too. Post. Let me just move, Let's it just over move here. that goalpost over there. Okay. Has nothing to do with women's rights. The fact that you're a dumb cunt that opened her fucking cock sheath when you shouldn't have. Maybe take a lesson. Get the fuck back in the kitchen and shut the fuck up. Maybe if you spent more time making your man sandwiches, you wouldn't have problems with this. So maybe the patriarchy wasn't that bad. Maybe. <laughs> I'm totally trolling. These people are fucking stupid, though. Women's rights. No, bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? You slandered the dude. You made up all kinds of, and it was proven in court for the entire world to see. I didn't even watch it, but fuck me running. Like, then there's petitions where I don't think she's going back to Aquaman. I think they're like, no, we don't want you here anymore. Like, you're, you're cancer. Yeah, she's not going to be a box office hit, that's for she's, sure. Her career is done. Like, you are done, lady. But all she's trying to do right now is salvage it using potentially the hashtag MeToo and women's rights movement, and people are not falling for it. But now I hope, and I'm glad she's doing this. Is Alyssa Milano falling for it? Oh, 100% she will, because she's stupid. I hope she does. Because at least now more leftists will start to kind of wake up and smell the dog shit being fed to them, (laughs) saying, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They're eating their own now. Maybe there's something to the fact that the right was saying this is all based on bullshit. Maybe there's something to that, and you're starting to see it firsthand amongst your own. Because Depp is a leftist. He is. He's a liberal. Yeah. He talked about assassinating Trump. Oh, yeah. He's an idiot himself. He is. I could have cared less about that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that. it's just funny to me. 
But now Amber Heard's going to take that position to talk about how she's, you know, this is women's rights. This is a loss for all women. This is what liberals do. This is what black liberals do, too. You find them guilty of something, then suddenly, this is a crime. This is a step back for black, right? Like Jussie Smollett. That's the first thing he went to. Black and gay. I can't believe that guy's out of jail. Oh, yeah. Go figure. Go huh. figure. Celebrity, black, homosexual, fuck. Untouchable. That guy's a god in the DNC. He still won't admit. Like, they have fuck video. No. They're showing yep. him video. Yep. And he's yep. still like, nope, nope, nope. It's not nope. me. Nope. Not me. I don't know who you guys are talking about, racists. <laughs> this is what they do. Uh-huh. They know when they start to lose. You know, they're going to try and take that position to where they can kind of salvage it using these causes that, yeah, it's just, it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. So here's an article. I think I called this one. I think I did. Oh, in fact, I know I did. Simone Biles, the gymnast, um, the very talented gymnast, by the way, who multiple medals throughout her illustrious career, just a very beautiful, intelligent woman. Um, Simone Biles and other gymnasts, I think it was, they said over 90 other people, athletes, uh, seek $1 billion plus from FBI over Larry Nassar sex abuse case. Detroit AP, former Olympic gymnast, including gold medalist Simone Biles, are among dozens of assault victims who were seeking more than $1 billion from the FBI for failing to stop sports doctor Larry Nassar, lawyer says Wednesday. There's no dispute that the FBI agents in 2015 knew that Nassar was accused of molesting gymnasts, but they failed to act. So... Charlie Kirk, here you go, buddy. Remember in the Olympics when you sat there on your fat ass and you sat there and you demonized this woman? That's not what America do. I look over there and you know what I see? I see Russians holding gold medals, smiling. That's not what America's about. This girl, this woman was sexually molested by a trainer. And then she goes out there on the stage and says, I can't do it right now. I'm too fucked up in the head because of the shit I went through. And you sit there on your throne in your ivory tower when you're fat ass. By the way, I see the three chins you're rocking now, you fat fuck. Maybe get yourself on a diet. But I sit there and I see you preaching from your ivory tower when you haven't done dick all in the sports arena. You just sit there and run your fucking gums and then pedal to politicians like Trump and the rest of them and suck their dicks to get money to grow your fucking audience base to put people to position. Now you're like the premier political influencer that has all this power. But guess what? This white boy doesn't give a fuck. Fuck Turning Point and fuck Kirk. I think you guys are the new establishment. But I want to go back. You sat there and you demonized this girl and you didn't give a fuck about her. You didn't give two shits about her mental health. All you cared about was saying fuck you to the Russians. Meanwhile... You're help facilitating the destruction of this girl's mental status. That's nuts to me. That's fucking nuts to me. It's such a terrible pep talk. I know. All I see is Russians holding gold medal. Yeah, like, way to go, Kirk. Like, that makes you look really good, bro. You got that one so far fucking wrong, terrible, and you should have known. Terrible. You should have known. This is, I'm sorry. I have no respect for these people. I have no, I have no respect for these people. Simone Biles goes out there, and, and, you know, and she's won multiple times. This is an this is an illustrious career that we're looking at. But one time she gets the bendies, I think they're called, to where you're in your head yeah. and you're out there performing such intricate moves that if you get it wrong, you could fuck yourself up pretty oh, bad. Yeah. And she's saying, hey, because I remember, I remember all the backlash I caught about this on social media. And it's like, how do you people still not believe me when I say this shit? Uh-huh. I'll admit when I'm wrong, but when I think I'm right, I'm not backing down. And I wasn't right. And I've been proven again. Mm-hmm. I've been proven again. I said, hey, she made a team decision. 
She didn't put herself before the team. She said, yeah. I'm jeopardizing the team. I'm going to step back and let somebody else fill this spot because I don't think I can give it my full potential. Why? Because the guy that we were supposed to trust has been raping and molesting people since 2015. And the very same government that I'm supposed to represent in the country basically turned their fucking back on me. I know. How think, the fuck do you think you'd feel in that position? I think that's the kind of stuff that would happen in Russia or China. Exactly. Like you wouldn't think the United States, you think the United States, these guys are going to take care of it. The FBI is going to step in and be the hero. And, yeah. You know, knock this guy in the head and Fuck no. put him in uh, leg irons himself and walk. Yep. But they didn't. You know who they, you know, they perp walked. What's his face? Uh, the guy, the, Oh yeah. The, the congressman. Yeah. I can never remember. Uh, his name. Uh, uh, it's not Jim George. We just talked about it yesterday. Avril uh, uh, Peter. Fuck. I forget what his name. Anyway, Anyway, but here's the thing. It's just kind of like, you know, people, you think Kirk's going to walk that back and apologize? Fuck no, he's not. No. Absolutely he's not. No. But good for her. Good for her and good yeah. for us, these, these, these athletes, for going after the FBI. <clears throat> Fuck the FBI. Uh, and here, let's keep reading. Um, there's no dispute that the, blah, 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 blah. okay, there's no dispute the FBI agents in 2015 knew that Nassar was accused of molesting gymnasts, but they failed to act, leaving him free to continue to target young women and girls for more than a year. Didn't they visit the uh, the Parkland shooter's home over 22 times? Yeah. 22 times you visited that home. And what happened? They have terrible, terrible, terrible judgment. It's time for the FBI to be held accountable, said Maggie Nichols, a national champion gymnast at Oklahoma in 2017 to 2019. Under federal law, a government agency has six months to respond to the tort claims filed Wednesday. Lawsuits could follow depending on the FBI's response. The Justice Department said in May that it would not pursue criminal charges against former FBI agents who failed to quickly open an investigation. Why not? Of course. Why not? Of course, the first thing they do is defend themselves. Exactly. This is why nobody trusts the FBI. Such a joke. The approximately 90 claimants include Biles, Ali Raisman, and Michaela Maroney, all Olympic gold medalists, according to Manley, Stewart, and Finaldi, a California law firm. If the FBI had simply done its job, Nassar would have been stopped before he ever had the chance to abuse hundreds of girls, including me, said former University of Michigan gymnast Samantha Roy. Um, Indianapolis-based USA Gymnasts or Gymnastics told local FBI agents in 2015 that three gymnasts said they were assaulted by Nasser, a team doctor. But the FBI did not open a formal investigation or inform federal or state authorities in Michigan, according to the Justice Department's Inspector General and Internal Watchdog. Los Angeles FBI agents in 2016 began a sexual tourism investigation against Nassar and interviewed several victims, but also didn't alert Michigan authorities, the Inspector General said. Nassar wasn't arrested until fall of 2016 during an investigation by Michigan State University Police. He was a doctor at Michigan State. The Michigan Attorney General's Office ultimately handled the assault charges against Nassar, while federal prosecutors in Grand Rapids, Michigan, filed a child pornography case. He served two decades in prison, or he is serving two decades in prison. The FBI declined to comment in April when a smaller batch of claims was filed, referring instead to Dr. Christopher Ray's remarks to Congress in 2021. Her impact. Simone Biles ignited a conversation about mental health. These Houston doctors want to help keep it going. I'm especially sorry that there were people at the FBI who had their own chance to stop this monster back in 2015 and failed. That's inexcusable, Ray told victims at a Senate hearing. Michigan State University, which also accused 
of missing chances over many years to stop NASA agreed to pay $500 million to more than 300 women and girls who were assaulted. The USA Gymnastics and USA Olympic and Paralympic Committee has made a $380 million settlement. Now the FBI is being sued for one over $1 billion. Now here's the fucked up part. That $1 billion that these young ladies should be awarded if they're found guilty for, you know, essentially not living up to what they're supposed to be doing. Who's footing that bill? I point to myself as Josh raises his hands. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's fucked up what happened to them. This is bullshit. This is disgusting. The FBI dropped the ball big time on this, and you let more girls get sexually assaulted. But why am I paying for it? Yeah, that itself should be. That's your to, uh... fuck up as an organization. You failed to do your job. Therefore, it should come out of your pockets. Your employees, all of them, should be getting pay cuts. Yep. Fuck no. Fuck no. The whole organization, it should be disbanded. We don't need the FBI. They do more damage than absolutely not. Because here's the thing. If I'm running a business, running this country is running a business. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It is running a business. It's based upon cash flow. So if I have a federal bureau of an investigation that is costing this government money outside of what it's normally supposed to operate within, why do I still have it? Mm -hmm. Because I guarantee this is just one high profile case guarantee there are so many more yeah. there are so many more and let's not even get started with the military the sexual assaults and rapes that go down in the military that are brushed under the fucking rug don't even get me started on that but this shit with the fbi shit good for these girls yeah, good for was- simone biles for standing up and using your platform to bring awareness to women's mental health that were sexually assaulted by this trainer and the government had the chance to do the right thing and they dropped the ball. It's a very brave thing. It is. I mean, that's not easy to stand up and say, can hey, you this imagine, is what happened yeah, to me. Can you imagine being at the Olympics Mm-mm. and then saying, I, I can't do it. I'm in my head. She's probably reminiscing of past experiences. And then only to say, guys, I, I have some sexual trauma I'm dealing with. And then you got your Kirks and other assholes out there and Americans saying, you don't represent America. You're blah, 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 blah. And then you turn around and you say, we should be advocating for women's rights when it comes to, you know, sexual abuse, getting them the help they need. Mm -hmm. Oh, you'll do it for veterans all day. You'll sit there and jerk yourselves off talking about how commendable veterans are. Because I guarantee if it was a veteran that stood up there saying, hey, guys, I can't do it right now. My PTSD from Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh, no, you're good. Sit down. You've served your country. But if it's this girl, well, fuck her then, right? I thought we're all for mental health. If somebody comes up there and says, there's a difference saying I'm scared and I don't want to perform versus I'm dealing with some trauma. I'm dealing with some psychological issues that I can't get past that I don't feel are going to make me, you know, fully um, in my top peak performance mode. I don't. And that's, and here's the other thing that takes discipline. Yeah. That takes discipline that she knows her mind and body enough that she recognizes the signs. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way in certain aspects of my life to where I know I can't do that right now. I'm not in the right mind to be doing something like that. I'm too angry or I'm too set, whatever. She did that. Mm-hmm. And all she got was massive condemnation. Yeah. And that's a shame. That's a fucking shame. It but is. at the same token, the reason that happens is people out there like Amber Heard's that abuse the system. Yeah. That lie simply because of ego. They want to be right. Then you got your Simone Bileses that are doing it for the right reasons. They're getting crucified. It's so fucked up. And I'm, I'm telling you, Uvalde, I'm slow playing it. I'm slow playing it. There's already smaller MSM outlets saying, wait a minute. There's some fuck ups. There's some inconsistencies here. Those officers might not have been wrong. It's like, oh. 
oh, you better believe when that comes to light, I'm jumping all over it. Mm-hmm. I will jump all over every single one of these political influencers and politician blue check motherfuckers. When you demonize them, you crucified them because the court of public opinion said that we wanted blood. All you are, the only position you served in was Pontius Pilate. That's all you were. Well, who do we crucify? You gotta, you gotta give, you gotta give the Jews somebody. Give, 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 give them somebody. The Sadducees and Pharisees. Who, who we get? Jesus. You want Jesus? You want, you want this guy? This, this thief? Oh no, you want Christ? You want, you want the murderer? No, oh, you want Christ? Okay, okay, gotcha. That makes sense. That's all these people are doing. The only, the only people that need the FBI are Democrats. Pretty much. Because who else is going to do their Gestapo Peter Stroh, work? Lisa Page. That that broke. What happened to them? The Steele dossier. Let's let's talk about the Steele dossier. Those that bastards. the Hillary Clintons <laughs> and the fucking John McCain sit there. Oh, Megan McCain. Fuck that cunt. Oh my fuck God, you, man. bitch. I fucking hate you. Oh, I think that woman is the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And how Tulsi Gabbard even hangs out with her, I have no idea. No idea. She must pick up the check quite a bit. It must be because Megan McCain's a fucking idiot. Total idiot. John McCain was a shit politician. I don't give a fuck about his service record. I'm yeah. not trashing that. Mm-hmm. But that guy was a part of the swamp. He was a fucking rhino. Oh, yeah. He put the fucking final nail in the coffin on Obamacare. Are you yep. serious? Didn't he also happen to have a, a hand in the steel dossier? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So fuck him, too. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't care what, what Republicans think about that. I'll tell you what, that guy died at the perfect time. <laughs> like, seriously. He went, he walked in, gave the thumbs down, he handed over a dossier. Mm-hmm. and That guy helped put America did, into a bigger fucking receive, whirlpool. Do you want to receive any backlash? Mm-hmm. Yep. He was a coward. Yep. On the political stage, he was a coward. Yeah. And uh, don't speak ill of the dead. When the dead did stupid shit that went contrary to the best interests of the American people in the Constitution, fuck them. I know. I hope he got right with Jesus before he passed on. That's Probably not. He's a politician, dude. They're all hellbound. That's unfortunate. Oh, man. Unfortunate. The EU. The EU is looking to push anti-white racist policies using draft equalities report. An elected representative within the European Parliament has derided elements within a draft equalities report, which she claims will be used by the bloc to push anti-white racist policies. A draft report on racial justice, non-discrimination, and anti-racism within the European Union contains elements that will be used by the bloc excuse me, to push anti-white policies an elected representative within the EU's parliament has claimed. Tom Van Den Drieschen, uh, an MEP for the Flemish Nationalist Party, Vlaams Belang, told Breitbart London that the draft report, which contains lines focusing on structural and institutionalized racism, has its roots in leftist ideology and will, in his view, ultimately be used to push for policy discriminating against ethnic Europeans. We're already seeing that here in America. We're already seeing that here in America. This Marxist ideology embraced and pushed by the BLM, is that's exactly what it is. There is a war on heterosexual white people, mm-hmm. Christians, that don't get it twisted. There is. Um, we talked about, I don't know if we covered it fully, but we talked about how now they're trying to condemn those Christian players in the baseball team that didn't want to wear the gay pride. Mm-hmm. Now they're condemning them. They're calling them bigots. They're calling, no. Fuck you. Fuck the LGBT then. If that's the way you, if you want me to pick a side, I'm picking the Christian side. Yeah. Homosexuals, you're on your own. If you want to, here's the deal, and that's the way it works. If you want to divide this country, all you had to do is try and force your views on other people. Don't get me wrong. The LGBT had views forced on them for a very long time, but that does not give you a right to turn around and try and do it to the opposing side. It doesn't. It just makes you equally complicit. 
being discriminated against racially, you know, to turn around and then be racist back, it's like you're not going to win. Now you both lose. But the LGBT is losing a lot of support. With the trans coming in there and pulling this shit, the child drag shows, the drag queen story hour, and this stuff's only going to continue to get worse. It's only going to continue to get worse. So if the LGBT wants to lose allies, you keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to lose more allies. He says, they do not want to combat racism, which works in all directions, regardless of the color of victim's skin, but want to impose anti-white racist policies, the Flemish nationalists continued. They call this positive discrimination, but what exactly is positive about discriminating people because of the color of their skin? We cannot allow this. Van concluded by harkening back to the words of American civil rights activist resident Reverend, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., telling his publication that a person must not be judged by the color of their skin, but by their character. Man, have we forgotten that. Psh. Damn, you mean we shouldn't like be, uh, you know, putting people in positions based upon the color of their skin, but more so the moral of their their character and their accomplishments? That's fucking weird. I mean, mm-hmm. who ever heard of doing something like that? Jesus. Weird. Weird. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up another episode of the All American Savage Show podcast. We appreciate you being here today. I can't thank you enough for all the love and support you've shown us. And again, don't forget to check us out at shellshockcbd.com. Did you know that we're on the Podbean app? We're also available in iHeart Music. Uh, I don't know if we're approved on Pandora yet. We're on Spotify. Wherever podcasts are heard, that's where we're at now. We're growing. Hey, if you got anything from this podcast, maybe you don't want to support Shellshock because you're not into that kind of stuff, give us a share. Share the podcast. Post it on your social media. Tag us on Instagram. That goes such a long way, and it really helps out. So if we made you laugh, made you cry, made you angry, made you want to touch your penis or your vagina or whatever is in between, I don't know. Pinch your nipples, Pinch whatever. your nipples, you know, slather peanut butter all over your butthole, whatever you're into. Hey, we want to say thank you. Share the podcast. Tell your friends. Help us grow this platform. Without you, we are nothing. You got anything to add? Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, we will see you all bright and early tomorrow on the All-American Savage Show podcast. And you know the drill. You stay savage, America. <laughs>